This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, October 18th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, authorities in Philadelphia say a teenage suspect wanted in connection in the deadly shooting near Roxborough High School surrendered to police on Monday. 15-year-old Troy Fletcher had a lawyer present when he turned himself into homicide detectives on multiple charges, according to police. An arrest warrant for Fletcher was issued last week for multiple charges, including murder, in connection to the uh, September 20th. 27th shooting that claimed the life of 14-year-old Nicholas Elizalde and injured four others. Hours earlier, federal authorities increased an award uh, for 16-year-old Dayron Bernie Thorne by $5,000 for information that leads to an arrest. Two suspects, 17-year-old Zaheed Jones and 21-year-old uh, Yassine Bivens, have been arrested as the search for Thorne continues. Members of Roxborough High School football team had just finished participating in a joint scrimmage on the afternoon of the shooting. Police say members of the team were walking back into the school locker room when a group of five suspects got out of an SUV and opened fire on the group. Authorities say all four suspects have been charged or will be charged with murder, aggravated assault, and related offenses. The city of Philadelphia is offering a $45,000 reward for information that leads to an arrest or conviction in the case. Ended lives ruin their own lives, man. I mean, look at this. I saw this this mugshot. He's a kid. Mm -hmm. 15 years old, and his life is done. Yep. Police in Chester County are investigating after hundreds of missing political signs were found in a dumpster. Tradiffrin Township Police say an Apple AirTag allowed them to trace the reported yeah. missing political candidate signs to a shopping center on the 200 block of Swedesford Road. I can't believe there was an Apple tag on it. So <laughs> I told Casey I put an Apple AirTag in a couple of my... Uh, uh, decorations. Your Halloween yeah. decorations? Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice, Steve. Yeah. I like Jack, of it. Stolen the one. Yeah. They're, really, they're really, um, they're, they're cheap. And, uh, I mean, they're around like 20 bucks each. Right. Yeah. But it takes yeah. a nanosecond to activate. We followed Casey across the country yeah. with a couple of, of them, and uh, that's kind of a smart move. I like it. Uh, some of the victims say their mailboxes were smashed on the same day their signs went missing. Surveillance video from a residence uh, shows the crime in progress on September 28th. The video shows two people grabbing political signs off of a lawn, throwing them into the trunk, and driving off. Uh, the county's Democratic chair says it's fortunate one of the signs had an air tag. Otherwise, they may have never been found. I still can't believe there was an air tag. <laughs> Republicans in Chester County say that they've been victims of sign stealing as well. Police uh, say stealing signs off of private property is a crime and perpetrators will face theft charges. Kathy, if I could physically grab up the uh, political commercials during Jeopardy right. and throw yeah, them in throw a dumpster. I actually, I looked something up this morning because I was curious about um, about political signs on public land, on, on oh, perceived okay. Is it legal? Right. Well, that and and also if, if someone puts it there, can, if you don't want it, there, can you take it away? Uh, I'm just curious because yeah. they look horrible, and, and it is the <laughs> most overrun I've ever seen this time. As you can imagine, yeah. everything's at a, at, a, at a pretty tense level. But they are uh, in my in my area. There's a couple of, of corners, uh, public street corners that are just littered with them, and I'm just these. Just it's look, an eyesore. They just look terrible. So I'm like, what's keeping me from going and just pulling them up and taking them away? So I read that it depends on where you are and. And what is considered public land. And your best option is to call the local authorities. Right. Listen, they got plenty to do, but maybe you can speak to somebody in the department and say, hey, are these legal to be here or not? I just want to make you aware. 
It's not going to be a high What's priority. the number for political signs? Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 10, 10 one, one, or what are we looking uh, yeah, at? Yeah, right. We need to create one. <laughs> I read a few years ago, a uh, few years ago, Preston, that um, candidates are responsible for m- removing the signs once After, the election is yeah. over. They never that do. Never they never have. They never do. But, but never. part of the the um, the agreement that you can have signs wherever is that you're going to then remove them once the election is finished. Yeah. But that never freaking happens. So, so Nick, in, in uh, so I'm in Mount Airy, and they they started this campaign on Lincoln Drive to slow down traffic. There's got to be a couple of hundred <laughs> signs, like some more, no more than three feet apart, saying, Love Mount Airy, slow down. These yellow signs uh-huh. th- that go on and on and on. And I'm like, <laughs> we get it! Yeah, we understand. Remember, Steve, when you came up with the, you just got nutted, bitch, when Nutter, when Nutter was running? We, put, yeah. we made signs for That's that. Right. Right, right, yeah. Maybe we should come up with a... You know, we didn't didn't collect them up either. (laughs) No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Um, So also happening, police in Bucks County are investigating after someone put political signs with razor blades in a resident's yard. Listen to this. This is sick. Investigators in Upper Makefield Township say the signs were placed there without the homeowner's uh, permission. Police posted pictures that show the razor blades taped to the side of the sign. So basically when they go to take it out, they're cutting Mm -hmm. their hands. They said at least one resident suffered uh, injuries to their Mm -hmm. hand. The department asks anyone who found signs or who who find signs placed on their property without permission to inspect them before they remove them. Hey, maybe they brought that person around to that candidate. You never know. Yeah. Hey, right now, put some razor blades on <laughs> yeah. there, stick yeah. it in it's the yard. It's going to be great. Maybe they'll see that this is the candidate yeah. they to should vote for. vote for. I never thought of it that way. Wow. Vote for so-and-so or we'll slice your hands. Right, right. exactly. Oh uh, anyone with information on this case is asked to call Upper Makefield Police. Now, some major retailers are adjusting their shipping return policies, meaning free online returns could be- become a thing of the past. <laughs> This has got to be devastating to you, Kathy. I was like, Preston, who should cover this? You or me? (laughs) We had a little little discussion about this. (laughs) This has to go to the national news. Um, Zara, Abercrombie & Fitch, and J. Crew are already charging shipping fees to return items by mail. The popularity of online shopping soared during COVID-19 pandemic, and so did online returns. The National Retail Federation reported that $218 billion worth of online purchases were returned in 2021. It's like a billion. billion. It's more than double the year before. All signs point you to the... You ruined it for everyone, well, Kathy. You returned everything, and now they're not going to do it anymore. Well, and listen, this so this woman she uh, from Business Insider, she says, all signs point to the era of free returns possibly coming to an end in the near future. They're costing retailers <laughs> millions of dollars every year, and that's because shipping has gotten more expensive. Labor has gotten uh, more expensive as well. But she says many shoppers do what's called bracketing. Okay? That's, you, that's you, right? Right. Or yeah. buying the same clothing items in different sizes and colors and later returning what they no longer want and doesn't fit. You're, you're basically shopping. You're trying clothes on. Right. Overline. Yeah. So uh, have you ever returned anything? Uh, just rarely. Very once rarely. or twice because the process is a little bit what? too much for me. Wait, so to ever return something you mean? Yeah. So I've done I it. I, I, like press, I've done like it. Mail back? Shipping? Or, ship back something. Yeah, just I've done it once or twice. Amazon does make it very easy. <laughs> yeah. uh, and the whole process... But a lot of times you just go, ah, what the hell? Dude, That's I hell. have I have this box in my laundry room that I have had for months now because I haven't. I'm like, returning is such a hassle. Like I, I have to bring it. They sent me the wrong thing. I'm like, why do I have to go to a? What'd store? you get it through? 
I got it through Quadratech, and 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 it's great. Yeah. It's it's a soft it's top free. for my Jeep. It's free, right? I know, but I don't. It's feel a hassle. Like, I, I get know. It. I so get it. I'm like, can you just you come can, and get it from me? Well, you know what? But some they'll, places they'll, will. will Amazon it, yeah. will send UPS to your house to pick it up. Yes, they will. Oh. And that's yeah. So I, then I have to make a phone call. I don't feel like making. It. <laughs> you know, like uh, yeah. I'm lazy. You also have to accept that there's yeah, there's a lazy element <laughs> that I fully cop to. You know, uh, H- well, it's just, I'm sorry to interrupt. It's just. It's just something else you're adding on to the pile of it. Yeah. Another thing I have to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, I, I listen. I get it too, but I just I have do to it. nap. <laughs> I have to nap. Don't you people realize? H and M announced on recent earn, uh, recent earnings call that it will test a fee to ship back returns in certain markets. Zara is already charging customers three dollars and ninety five cents for any returns to a drop off point. Abercrombie and Fitch a seven dollars shipping fee to return. J Crew a seven dollars and fifty cent prepaid label, and J C Penney an eight dollars flat shipping rate. I have a fix here. Just t- attach a political sign to it and put it on someone's lawn. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, yeah. Don't get rid of it yeah. for you. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. I have a Jeep cover on my front lawn. <laughs> I look at this stuff before I place an order. And if there is, because I know I'm going to return something. So uh, oh, if, there, if there's an $8 return shipping fee, no thanks. Yeah, I'm not there you go. Just take it to the store. Can you do well, that? You can do that, So right? that's that's what they're saying, is that you can still go in the store. Yes, I rarely ship back. I will actually go to, oh, okay. to the store. So I have this. You felon. Wait, but there's there's this one company that doesn't have any brick-and-mortar stores, so you have to ship back to them, and they do have free returns. However, you don't get your money back. You get um, store credit. So I have like $9,000 in store credit. <laughs> Kathy, I was thinking about you the other day. Rochelle's birthday is coming up. She uh, showed me. She sent me a, a link to a, a bag she wants to get. I'm uh-huh. not going to say where or anything yeah, like yeah. that. So. I was like, I'm never going to go. I went to one place to see if they had it. They didn't. I'm like, I'll just order it online directly from the, the, plate, uh, right, from, right. From the uh-huh. manufacturer. And I did. And uh, listen, it's a, it's a you know it's a designer bag, yeah. so I knew what I was getting into. Well, I was at the premium outlets the other day uh, <gasps> shopping, Shit. and they have a store there. And I walked in, and I go, oh, okay. Let me just check. And I say, and I show them a picture. Of, I go, do you guys have this bag? They go, no, I'm afraid we don't. I go, oh, okay. I already ordered it online. And they go, ooh. <laughs> when they go, ooh. That's bad. They're like, we could have shaved it. We, if you were to come here, we would have saved you the shipping and ordered it for you. And I thought uh, of you immediately. Oh, man. But they kind of like, they were like, oh, you poor thing. Oh, you thing. You little simple. Was the shipping expensive or? I don't know. When you walked out, I don't care. You should have indiscriminately just grabbed something. Well, then I'm taking this. Yeah. <laughs> you owe me. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm taking this. I'm taking this. See, it's got to be, were they females that were working there? Uh, male and female. Uh, I was going to yeah. say, like, the, the whole, like, oh, we could have saved you shipping. Like, there's other yeah. people with me on the shipping. Oh, thing. no, I know. That's what they, the, that's kind of what okay. they gave to me. They were yeah. like, oh, you poor thing. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't realize. And no, Kathy, if I'm ordering something online. You're not even looking. I just bend over and yeah. spread my butt cheeks because. <laughs> Here you go. I'm getting that. You're getting the convenience of having, you're not having to, you know what I mean? Now, I, and I, I can see this too because they're trying to migrate people back to the stores, the actual physical yeah, stores. Yeah, right, right, which, right. Which makes sense. And, 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 People like you, Kathy, who have ruined it for everyone. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I get what they're trying to do. I will order from a site. So th- sometimes you'll find a, a product that is, um, you know, say $5 cheaper on one site, but you're paying $5 for shipping. Right. And then it's $5 more expensive, but free shipping on another site. I will order from that site. Just, just because psychologically yeah. it yeah. feels free. Oh, by the way, this is news yeah, we're talking okay. about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is the news. Thank so you. experts say there are still ways to avoid those costs. Most retailers allow shoppers to return online purchases for free uh, in the stores. Also, customers can see if the store will do free shipping for exchanges rather than a return. Finally, shoppers
shoppers should make returns within a 30-day window. In sports this morning... The Phillies open up the National League Championship Series tonight against the Padres in San Diego. Zach Wheeler will get the start in Game 1 for the Phillies, and the Padres will send you Darvish to the mound. The first pitch is scheduled for just after 8 o'clock. In the American League, the Yankees and the Cleveland Guardians had their game postponed because of rain last night in the Bronx. The two teams will play this afternoon in Game 5, and the winner will travel to Houston, where they'll take on the Astros in the American League Championship Series. Game 1 is tomorrow night. In Monday Night Football, the Chargers beat the Denver Bron- Broncos in Los Los Angeles. Uh, Dustin Hopkins kicked four field goals, including a 39-yarder with 238 remaining in overtime as the Chargers rallied for a 19-16 win. And the Flyers are on the road tonight, and they'll take on the Lightning in Tampa Bay. Rasmus Ristolainen, who missed the first two games of the season with an injury, has been placed on injured reserve by the team. Forward Zach McEwen and defenseman Louis Belpedio have been recalled from Lehigh Valley. The puck is set to drop at 7 o'clock. And finally, the Sixers begin their season tonight as they travel to Boston to take on the Celtics. Tip-off is at 7.30. And that's what I have for you this morning. Exciting stuff. Thank you very much, Kathy. We're set to go for another day together. Today is a Tuesday. That means we have some free ink to give away. A Preston and Steve themed tattoo from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Just text the word tattoo to 39333 and you just might win a $350 gift certificate for your Preston and Steve tattoo. We'll grab the winner at the end of the program. We have an announcement today about an event that is coming to our area. We will reveal that information, probably music news around that time. Uh, So as we get close to 10 a.m., and speaking of 10 a.m., that's your opportunity to win $1,000. But two hours before that, starting at 8 a.m., you who loot gets kicked off. So do not miss your opportunities to win some money this morning. Oh, you guys get to try my pickles today. Yes! You've been going on about these, and I trust your pickle aficionado status, so, so I'm very good. excited. They're so good. So, yeah, for the Fishtown Pickle Project, I'm bring those by today. <laughs> it sounds like a, like a 70s funk band. It does. Fishtown Pickle, Pickle Project. Project. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so these things and more are taking place. I want to take a break. Come back in a second. Stupid question. A lot of entertainment stories run by you. We will return in a moment. Please hang out with us. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them, too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes? You guessed it. Weekly. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Stupid question. Giving away a pair of tickets to see Smashing Pumpkins uh, and Jane's Addiction Friday night at the Wells Fargo Center. The question I have for you is Lake Titicaca. Yes. <laughs> is the birthplace of which ancient civilization? Ah. Lake Titicaca. 215-263-WMMR. Titicaca. All right. Let's see if you know the answer to that. The 
birthplace of what ancient civilization? Really it's emphasizing great. that. I am hitting titty, <laughs> haka, pretty hard. Well, you have to make sure people understand. Right. Today is Tuesday, October 18th. We have some birthdays to mention. We'll start with uh, Pam Dauber, who played uh, Mindy on Mork and Mindy. That's right. And uh, she was on My Sister Sam, too. Do you remember that? I um, do remember. Short-lived. That was girl also, was murdered. The girl was murdered and set in, in motion a number of stalker laws. I think one of them is named in her um, honor. Yeah, it was terrible. It was this fan, this obsessed fan, um, eventually stabbed her to death. Yeah, Horrible. through a screen door. Yeah, uh, but uh, Pam Dauber uh, celebrates her seventy first birthday. Who's she married? Is she married to somebody famous? Is it, she is. It Mark is Harmon? A, I don't yeah. remember. It is Mark Harmon. Yeah, they've been married since nineteen eighty seven. Wow. wow. Okay. Fun fact: uh, It's also Ditka's birthday today. Uh, Mike Ditka. Ditka. Uh, My Ditka. Uh, NFL. He lives at uh, Lake Titicaca. <laughs> you know the Ditka's the Ditka here on Titicaca. Ditka stayed on Titicaca. He turns 83 years old today. He was a guy that was easy to hate if you didn't like the <laughs> the Bears. He yeah. just had this attitude about him. Yet an incredible harpsichord player. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. The, Amazing. The, boy, could he tickle those yeah. ivories. I guess they're considered ivories. Yeah, yeah sure. They? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, Martina Navratilova, the tennis legend, is 66 years old today. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, uh, the actor and kickboxer, it says here. Was he was he a competitive kickboxer? Uh, I don't... I wonder. Don't yeah. think he... Was he case? Yeah, yeah. He won in the Kumite, if oh, you recall. Yes, yes. So so he uh, he has chops, and, and uh, there's an actual... There's a YouTube channel I, I will check out occasionally, Preston. It's a guy assessing fighters from those movies. Mm-hmm. Chuck Norris, and uh, I forget some of the names, you know... American Ninja. Jeff Speakman. Jeff Speakman. So yeah. right? All mm-hmm. those guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gives Van Damme his props. There was a movie pre-Bloodsport uh, and all that that I remember, and it was it was a pretty cheesy film. And I want to say it might have been called, like, No Surrender, No Retreat or, or something like yes. that. Uh, that he was in, and he was, like, the arch nemesis. He was the bad guy okay, in right. a competition. He was, like, the ultimate dude to go up against. That's and, against type. Uh, and this one, the kid that was the lead, uh, like, he thought that Bruce Lee was training him. Like, Bruce Lee came back. It was, like, Bruce Lee's yeah. spirit. Okay. Is Christopher Parts of it was pretty good. He might have been, Casey. I feel Long like he was, in, he was in a uh, one of those types of movies. There it is, Nick. No retreat, no surrender. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Penn? Pull that up real quick and see if Christopher Penn was in that. No, he pulled up uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, but uh, it's the IMDb. Um, I don't see him on there. Nope. Yeah, yeah, he was anyway. in a different one. Uh, Jean-Claude is uh, 62 today. He, uh, he did uh, compete, by the way. He was um, a karate. Okay. Uh, Ka- karate? Yes. Yeah. Only two people know that. Well, now three. three. Yeah, three. now three. Yeah. Oh, man. The Chinese and me and now uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Okay. Uh, Wynton Marcellus, the Pulitzer Prize winning jazz musician. Isn't that wild? By the way, yeah. How it, do you win a Pulitzer for... That's a good question me? for for music. I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, he's related to Branford Marcellus. Right. Uh, he is uh, 61 years old today. Zach Efron has his birthday today. You I like the guy. Yeah, me too. Did you watch a Greatest Beer Rock? I want to see it. Did you see it? I did. And how was it? I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed, and, and the other thing is like it's it's... It's a true story. Is it yeah. like no retreat, no surrender? It is not like that at all. But it's a true story. And you know what I didn't look into was whether or not 
some of the things that had happened while he was over there had actually happened, or if it was just you know. Um, so so it's a guy bringing beer, a civilian bringing yeah. beer to to people, uh, his buddies in Vietnam. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like they might have padded the story a bit in the coming attractions, but that's fine. Yeah, because there there's one part in <clears throat> I mean where you know Saigon was 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 attacked. I was like, man, he was there at that point. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, Casey, I did some digging because I loved it too. That Russell Crowe character was like, yeah, what inspired me. I wanted to be a photojournalist because of like stuff uh, like that. Embedded journalist, war journalists, yeah, yeah photographers. Um, no, the the guy who was the beer run guy was on site telling the stories and like walking Zach through it, and he was in the. Wow. Um, well, that's cool. Was it uh, uh, Ted Offensive? The Ted Offensive. Yep. yep. Wow. He, he was supposed to go home that day. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's all true story. So he was stuck there for an extra couple months it. because of that. Zach Efron is 35 today. I'm going to go watch it now, President, if that's okay. Please, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll wait for it. It's you. not that long. You'll be back before the show's over. Uh, Frida Pinto, who was in uh, Slumdog Millionaire, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. She is 38 years old today. Lovely woman. Who's and, Frida's boss? And, uh, wait, who is Frida's uh, boss? Uh, Frida, she's my secretary. Yeah, who's Frida? <laughs> or who are you? I'm Frida's boss. <laughs> that's from Fletch. And then uh, the last birthday is champion skier Lindsey Vaughn. Ah, and she celebrates her 38th birthday. Former today. squeeze of uh, Tiger, Tiger Woods. Woods right? Yeah. Yes. All right. We'll see if we can get an answer to the super question this morning. Lake Titicaca is the birthplace of which ancient civilization? And we will go to uh, Eric and see if we can get an answer. Eric, good morning, sir. Good morning. All right. Lake Titicaca is the birthplace of which ancient civilization? Well, contrary to belief that it would be the Dikkas, it's actually the Incas. Yes, yes you are correct. Exactly. You got it right, Eric. Hang on. Pair of tickets to see Smashing Pumpkins, Spirits on Fire Tour with Jane's Addiction, and Poppy, Friday night, Wells Fargo Center. Tickets are on sale now, wellsfargocenterphilly.com. Did we mention that Billy Corgan's stopping by we, here this we week? We did not. I heard about that. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I guess that's on Friday. Yeah, huh? yep, with that's, the air. That's going to be awesome. All right, so let's dive into the entertainment stories. Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde's former nanny spoke to the Daily Mail recently, revealing some surprising details about the former couple split. And one of the stories that Annie told Zudeikis was so upset about Wilde leaving to meet Harry Styles one day, he threw himself under the back of her car. That seems pretty desperate. Uh, Zudeikis was allegedly especially distraught over Wilde preparing a salad with her special dressing for Styles. <laughs> when I was reading this article, I'm like, How, what is this dressing that makes it so special? I don't special? know. The night she left with her salad, Jason had chased her, videotaping her in the house. Uh, this is according to the nanny. She yeah. was saying, I'm scared of you, Jason. I'm scared of you. And he said, if you're scared of me, then why are you leaving your kids with me? She continued saying, so then Jason went outside, laid under her car so she wouldn't leave. She got in her car to back up. He laid under her car so she wouldn't leave. The nanny added, out of everything, he was like, she made her special salad dressing and took it to him. <laughs> well, stop and think about it. You don't want another man eating your wife's salad, right? Yeah. Right. Yes, of yeah. course. Uh, not tossing it in. No. Uh, so, <laughs> by the way, Jason and Olivia released a joint statement All right. saying that the nanny is full of crap. Hmm, Just kind of weird. Calling these statements uh, false and uh, scurrilous and uh, just not true. They I, said, as parents, it's incredibly upsetting to learn that a former nanny of our two young children would choose to make such false accusations about us publicly. So the nanny apparently has an axe to grind with them because uh, she wanted unemployment. 
and they claim that she resigned, and she says she was fired, and so there's that thing going on. Yeah, they said her now 18-month-long campaign to harass us, uh, of harassing us as well as loved ones, close friends, and colleagues has reached its unfortunate apex. So they're saying it's a bunch of hooey. Yeah. All right, a New, York, a New York City restaurateur uh, said that he has rescinded a ban on TV host James Corden hours after he called out the comedian for being one of his restaurant's most abusive customers ever. So he had banned him. Yes. Now he has unbanned him. Oh. Keith McNally, owner of famed Soho restaurant Balthazar, said on Instagram that uh, the Late Show host called him and apologized profusely, noting that he believed strongly in second chances. McNally said, anyone magnanimous enough to apologize to a deadbeat layabout like me and my staff doesn't deserve to be banned from anywhere, especially Balthazar. So, but I have the the background of this yes, whole thing. Good. So, in an earlier post, McNally described Corden as a quote tiny cretin of a man. Mm, that's not good. And said that he had eighty six Corden, and it did not make me laugh. He said McNally provided two examples of the alleged abusive behavior. He referenced a manager's report dated June in June. Accusing Corden of showing a hair to an apologetic restaurant manager before demanding to, quote, get us another round of drinks this second and also take care of all of our drinks so far. Mm. McNally also claimed that Corden hinted at writing nasty reviews online. In an October 9th report cited by McNally, and I think this was the straw that broke the camel's back, Corden was described as becoming upset over his wife's omelet. Kitchen staff made the dish a second time. But sent it uh, with home fries instead of a salad, what? as Corden's wife had requested. I'm going to kill you. And that's when James began yelling like crazy to the server. This is according to the guy, uh, accusing him of telling the server, "You can't do your job. You can't do your job. Maybe I should go into the kitchen and cook the omelet myself." And then he shot him. Get on your knees, facing away from me. Yeah. Put your mouth on the gun. <laughs> Suck on the gun. Who's <laughs> uh, He said. It's brunch. Uh, the server apologized, brought the floor manager to the table, and the dish was returned again. McNally well, said. That seems that, to be the trouble, sir. He said everything was fine, and he reported that he noted that the manager gave Corden uh, promo champagne glasses to smooth things out, and uh, for cake pops. Uh, the <laughs> promo man- champagne glasses. The manager <laughs> said uh, Corden was pleasant to him, but nasty to the server, uh, and he said that she was very shaken but professional. That she is. She continued to finish her shift. I'm not making excuses, but I am going to ask you guys: Which meal do you find yourself the most likely to be hangry? It's, in other words, breakfast. if it does not come out correctly, you're going to be hangry? Just in general. Or just in general, what just, drives you to the yeah, most not, emotional not, response? I can't not, yeah. pick one in particular. It just depends on how hungry I, I will am. tell yeah. you this. It could be any meal. I have every confidence that if it doesn't come out to your liking, you're still cordial and nice, right? About oh, getting, yeah. Right? Yeah, because yeah. you don't want them to take the food back and rub it in their ass. Right. No, no, no. The only right. time I would get pissy is if I... If I Caught some bizarre attitude. Yes, attitude yeah. won't stand. Uh, but no, if, if somebody makes mistakes, then uh, well, Kathy was at a restaurant where she never got her food recently. <laughs> oh wait, really? Oh my! Yeah, God. I'm not going to tell the story online yeah. Yeah, or, or on what? air. But uh, yeah, we don't want to get anyone fired. <laughs> she never. Well, it, listen, got it was a it was a new place, and so they were getting things down. And uh, yeah, we we actually got up and left. Remember, guys, you're supposed Two to bring the food out to the customers. Two and a half oh. hours. Two and a half hours. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, <laughs> all right. So anyhow, there's there's no need. 
There is no need to be rude to servers. And and I and now I'm 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 looking at him differently, James Corden. Oh no, so no. There, that ain't I, cool, man. I watched this video of a stories and 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 it's somebody from a a, a news source and I forget where it was, but it seemed legit. That sort of said the nice guy image isn't always intact. I heard a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. And so. I don't. And, I, and it makes me sad because yeah. he always seemed like the uh, yeah, like the nice go lucky guy. Yeah. You know what? He's on a diet. That could be doing it. Speaking, speaking of happy go lucky, Ezra Miller. <laughs> pleaded not guilty Monday to stealing okay. bottles of liquor from a neighbor's home. One of a string of arrests and reports of erratic behavior by the Flash actor that stretched from Hawaii to Vermont. Yes. Uh, Miller appeared Monday with their lawyer remotely from Burlington, Vermont for the arraignment on a felony burglary charge. And they agreed to conditions that they not have any contact with the homeowner or go to the residence. Yes. They just got to get to the point where they can release the movie. And then that's it. So DC's not going to have anything to do with him after this. I agree. What, what, who's going to put up the insurance on any movie he's on? Vermont State Police responded to a burglary complaint in Stanford on May 1st and said that they found that several bottles of alcohol have been taken from a residence while the homeowner was away. You know, he, he and James Corden should do a, a buddy cop movie, right? <laughs> uh, the homeowner said that um, he had been friends with Miller for about 18 years. Wow. And bought the home a year and a half ago in the town where Miller had also purchased a home. Miller was charged after police consulted surveillance footage and interviewed witnesses. Uh, Miller, of course, was arrested twice this year in Hawaii, including for disorderly conduct and harassment at a karaoke bar. So The bitch of it is I really like his performance as The Flash. I've liked him in other things, but I don't think, uh, you know, I, I don't know how they bring this one back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Drew Barrymore is opening up about her love life in a blog post on uh, Sunday. Uh, the Never Been Kissed actress shared that uh, she had not been able to have an intimate relationship since her divorce from Will Koppelman in 2016. Things tighten up, I guess. Yeah, Kopp- uh, Barrymore and Koppelman share two daughters together, Olive and Frankie. Uh, and she wrote that uh, she's more cautious when it comes to relationships because of her daughters, highlighting that she wants them to be empowered and to love themselves. She said, I'm just in a completely different place in my life. And maybe in the near future I will get into a relationship, but it simply hasn't been my priority. So I'm not a person who needs sex and has to go out there and engage with people on that level. Uh, She added that she has finally come to the epiphany uh, that love and sex are simply not the same thing. And this comes after Barry Moyes said on her show that she can go years without sex. How about that? Yeah, how about that? It can be a distraction. So is Olive named after? She did the um, narration for all of the other reindeer. Oh, I wonder if there's a tie-in for that. I think yeah. she just loves olive loaf. Maybe that's yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe. Who doesn't? All right, so Bill Murray on Sunday, uh, a TV writer and producer, uh, Judnick Maynard, wrote about uh, Murray. Here it comes. On Twitter, uh, your yearly reminder that I saw Bill Murray put both his hands into Solange's scalp after asking her three times if her hair was a wig or not. He posted this uh, follow-up tweet clarifying that Noel's song called Don't Touch My Hair uh, was not written about Bill Murray. And since the tweet is going around, I just want to clear it up. Apparently, uh, wrote, Don't Touch My Hair is not about Bill Murray. She had just finished performing that song on SNL when he did it. And according to Entertainment Tonight, uh, Noel seems to have confirmed the accusation by liking Maynard's tweet. So that's one of the lesser things he's being accused of recently. So, uh, yeah, okay, interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, you don't go touching someone's hair. 
uh, especially if they might be wearing a wig or something like that. And uh, it was just, he just gets handsy, He man. does. He's, He's a handsy like, guy. Get your freaking hands off of me, <laughs> you know? Freaking no lunatic. touch. Don't touch my hair. Uh, Reese Witherspoon shared a photo from her very first photo shoot ever for Seventeen Magazine. In the photo, uh, the actress is on a beach with her Man in the Moon co-star Emily Warfield. And she said, I remember thinking that I was going to pass out from excitement because all I ever wanted was to be in Seventeen Magazine. I had no idea where this journey would take me. A reminder to keep going because you never know what's next. Have you ever seen that movie, Man in the Moon? Yes. Oh, my God. It's a rips your heart out. It's one of the. I don't remember. Horribly yeah. sad. Yeah. Oh uh, man. What is it? Uh, it? She's a teenager. She's like you know, fifteen years old. It's her first her, movie, is it? And not? she has a. It is her first movie. She has a crush. They they live on a farm out in the country, and she has a crush on the boy who lives in the farm next door. Remember that. But part. he gets into a relationship with her older sister because he's older. Uh, and it's just a, it's it's a beautiful movie, but yeah. it's heart wrenching because somebody dies in it, and it's oh. just it's terrible. But I mean, it's good and terrible. One of those. Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez shocked the world Whoa! by posing for a photo together. Yeah. After years shock. Yeah. Of rumors of a feud between them uh, on Sunday, photographer photographer Tyrell Hampton posted a picture of Haley smiling together with the singer and actress at the Academy Museum Gala. Uh, the event took place at Los Angeles's Academy Museum. And saw a host of famous faces come together to celebrate the museum's one-year anniversary. How exciting. Hampton posted the picture with the caption, plot twist. And the comment section was immediately flooded with fans praising the picture. Uh, the photo... The world, the, the world, you have to take this into perspective. The entire world mm. was shocked. To the core. If you were to go, go to like a remote... Amazonian village. Yeah. You're right. To know that it hit them way out there. Yeah. That's very impressive. Yeah, what did the Yano Mamo have to say <laughs> about that? Uh, the photo came just two weeks after Haley opened up about being on the receiving end of hate on the internet from fans of Justin Bieber and Gomez's relationship. It's got to be a nightmare. Uh, the two began dating when they were teenagers, and people still haven't gotten over that, uh-huh. and were involved in a highly pu- uh, publicity uh, publicized, I'm sorry, on-off relationship, but called things off for good in 2018 months before Haley and Justin then tied the knot in September of that year. It was a nightmare. Yeah, exactly. About that Bieber and Gomez thing. I'll catch myself occasionally welling up throughout the day. Yeah. That, uh, that didn't pan out. But you know what? I don't because he is in... They're he's both, in love. Well, they're both in such a better place now. I think and so. And it was the right decision. Maybe it didn't seem and didn't feel right at the time. It's still bittersweet. It is. Uh, during an appearance, uh, Bieber revealed how she has faced bullying from fans of both her husband and his ex-girlfriend over allegations that she was the other woman in Justin and Gomez's romance. Uh, but Haley said there's no drama, personally, between her and Gomez, adding it's all respect. It's all love. Save the drama for your mama. That's yeah. right. Uh, when asked if she had spoken to Gomez since marrying Justin Bieber, uh, when was this? In twenty in September of this year, she replied yes before adding, "That's why I'm like, it's all respect, it's all love." God Almighty! Yeah, that's I a know. great story. Yep, isn't it though? That's why I included it here. <laughs> uh, let's see here, Maria Salud Ramirez Caballero, the woman who allegedly inspired the character of Mama Coco in the Disney film oh, yeah. Coco, has died. She's 109 oh. years old. 109. So you need to see the side-by-side photos. Oh, it's uncanny. Of her and the animated character. It is, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Her. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, wow. we're looking at the pictures right now. Wow. Yeah, it's her. 
So, but here's the interesting thing. She was reportedly known as Mama Coco in the area, and although it was never officially confirmed by Disney, many believe that she was the model for the beloved grandmother character in the film. Uh, her death was confirmed by the Secretary of Tourism in the area, who tweeted the news on Sunday describing her as tireless woman and a life model. She died during a, a parkour class, correct? Um, yeah. He said, I deeply regret the death of Doña Maria Salud Ramirez Caballero, Mama Coco, a tireless woman, an example of life who was the inspiration for this beloved character who went around the world. 109. Wow. Yep. Uh, now, Disney, like I said, hasn't acknowledged that she was the inspiration for the character, but her family claims a team from Pixar visited their town and even lived with them for a period of time. There is no way that that is not Mama Coco the, uh, I mean, you, in the movie. All you need to do is, if you get a chance, check out the side-by-side, go online, and you'll yeah. see. She's clearly this woman. Yep. So, uh, that movie, that's a great movie, It is a great movie. Way. It's so well Kathy done. Kathy loves it. Yep. I, I loved that movie. Yep. Like, of <clears throat> the newer animated movies, that's my favorite. Yep. Really? It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford is stepping into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes! My God. He's, he's, he's just... He's part of all of them now. The big, some of the, yeah. the absolute biggest ones ever. Uh, he will step in as Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross... Replacing oh, the no late, kidding. Yeah, replacing the late William Hurt. In the Thunderbolts? Uh, no, not not as of yet. He's going to be in Captain America New World Order. All right. So the fourth Captain America movie is going to follow the events of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, it does not appear, however, now that he is set to star in Thunderbolts, Nick. Uh, which it's will be still... Marvel's anti-hero team-up that is scheduled to immediately follow Captain America for. And that's very interesting casting, though. I... Wholly approved. Yeah. Uh, Hurt first played Ross in Marvel Studios' second feature film ever, 2018 Incredible Hulk, as U.S. Army General, who is the U.S. Army General, uh, who is instrumental in transforming uh, Bruce Banner, who was played by Ed Norton then, into the Hulk. Ross then spends the rest of the movie hunting for Banner. Ross showed up again in 2016's Captain America Civil War as the Secretary of State tasked with enforcing the Sokovia Accord. Uh, meant to curtail the actions of the Avengers, and after brief cameos in Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame, his final performance as Ross was in 2021's Black Widow. And this is Ford's first film within the MCU. They end up doing well. I loved Robert Redford when he popped up yeah. in, yeah. uh, in, uh, in uh, Winter Soldier. Yes, he uh, was, it was great. Yeah, more he, was of that. A, he was in Endgame, too, when they did the That's flashbacks right. in yes. New York in uh, 2012. Yep. Uh, let me see. What are Bits of news to a hair here for you. You you actually, a lot of people don't know this, but we have this full entertainment news division that Preston oversees. <laughs> the division. And and so what happens is you're just, you receive a ton of stuff you have to siphon through and, I do. and, and rewrite the copy. Not and all then of it. most of the morning I'm listening to you on the phone with your sources confirming. And not all of it makes yeah. the cuts. No, not, not all, all of it. Of it. Uh, so, according to Deadline, Netflix has decided to postpone the release of his documentary series about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle until next year. It was uh, unofficially slated to premiere uh, in December, but Netflix changed its course following criticisms from a former British prime minister about the fifth season of The Crown. Uh, they're, according to sources, said uh, they're rattled at Netflix and they blinked first 
and decided to postpone the documentary. Well, they have not mentioned who this former PM is, but I have to assume it's Tony Blair, right? I mean, a lot of this history is going to be really recent, which means right. a lot of these people are still alive yeah. and viable. Yeah. And, you know, they, they could tell stories in the 50s and 60s, and people are either older and have forgotten or they're, they've passed away. So when they're doing this new stuff... There are more people who can sue you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's more people who are, you know, they're, if they're going to deal with, like, uh, Prince Charles and Meghan Markle and, and the whole scandal with all of those people, yeah. they're still around. All right, and then one last thing. Steve's- that's why I, I'm sorry, but that's why I kind of find it not as interesting. Because recent I, stuff. Because I've seen it. I know what's going. Right, on. right. I don't need to see a dramatization of what I what happened last week. Yeah, I I'm curious as how much I'm going to be into the more current right, storyline right. or not because the 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 formative years of Elizabeth and so on were like okay. I don't know that story. Well, we get like past the present, then go into the future. Ooh, okay. Another planet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they take the gender sphere. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> Welcome yeah. aboard. To another planet, Your Highness. The first time. Wait, you know none of my switches are working. No. <gasps> What did they do, those rat oh. bastards? He, Steve Uh-oh. said that, too, when he came in. He's like, they've been doing effing something. with the studio. Really? Yeah, I'm not kidding. Um, hang on a second. They may have just bypassed this. Um, it's the bypass line. Yeah, it's the bypass line. Hang on a second. Uh, try it. Test one, two. Hold on, hold on. Try it now. Test one, two. Nope. Hold on, I just activated the bypass. All right. Hold on, we have to go to 10 forward. This is crazy. Yeah. This is crazy. Emergency, emergency. All right, we'll worry about Get that Get up later. to the bridge now. These all should not be on the They should not uh, be. Who should they be on? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Who's slimy fingers? Oh, see, I thought he was just pressing buttons. He does actually know what he's talking about. Yeah, that's the, the old SPX-90. It's just crazy. Uh, all right, large uh, hall. Test one, two. Test one, two. No, Test we'll one, two. Later. Test one, two. Later. We're not going to do it now. The bell works, Steve. The bell does work. That's analog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one last story. Uh, Steve had sent me this, uh, and it's sweet as, as can be. Jack Black works on uh, various charitable endeavors, such as a group called the Trinity Kids Care Organization. Um, and they offer comprehensive pediatric palliative care and hospice services to terminally ill children in Los Angeles. Uh, and other areas in Southern California. Uh, while hosting a Walk for Trinity Kids Care, uh, Jack met one of the children at the charity. His name is Abraham. He happened to be a School of Rock fan. Uh, 15-year-old Abraham has a rare mitochondrial disease called Pearson Syndrome and has been in palliative care uh, with Trinity Kids uh, for or Trinity Kids Care for the past year. And apparently the boy's nurse knew that uh, he loved School of Rock and he arranged for him to meet him. And on meeting Abraham, Black uh, asked him what his favorite song was from the movie, and he said it was the end of time. <laughs> so Jack sang it for him. That's oh, great. Oh man, it's just it's so sweet and and so uh-huh. sad because you know this this kid's not going to make it. No. It's it's just terrible. It's, uh, it's, it's beautiful though. It's so uh, kind. It's, it's wonderful. Um, so if you get a chance to see it, it's it's on TikTok. Um, uh, and by the way, um, uh, IGN. Uh, left some kind words there, the uh, American Video Game and Entertainment uh, Group, uh, and they wrote, that's our Bowser, uh, referring to the forthcoming new Mario film where Super uh, Super Mario Brothers movie where Jack uh, is going to be playing uh, the king of the Koopas uh, and uh, Mario's uh, arch nemesis. Oh, so, wow. so he will be he will be Bowser. So that's why they wrote that's our Bowser. So it's a really beautiful moment. All right, um, we're ready for case. Yeah, we're ready I'm for. Sorry, I'm yeah. over there. We'll mess with, No, don't do that. Don't worry <laughs> about I, it. I, seriously, don't do it. Let, yeah, I know. I don't let's know. Let's talk what I'm to somebody who knows what they're doing. <laughs> All right, clips. Uh, after the devastating death of his mother, outcast Oliver decides that digging up a few friends literally might be his best bet in the loneliest boy in the world. Uh, in this clip, the star Hero fin, uh, finds Tiffin. 
Huh? Explains how the format of this movie makes it easier to digest. Here we go. Yeah, it's interesting because the dark humor. This film could have been. This film could have been a very, very serious, deep, dark, introspective look into people and why people are how they are. But we've taken the dark humor approach, so it's a little bit more lighthearted. Shut the f up. <laughs> Uh, the Loneliest Boy in the World is available for streaming on Apple TV Plus today. He it's, actually uh, does look amusing. He's uh, Ralph Fiennes, or Ray Fiennes' nephew. Oh, oh okay. Uh, All right, so Hero it... Fiennes Tiffin is his name. And a resident voice he has. Next clip. A man and his daughter must team up to save their town after Halloween decorations come to life and oh. wreak havoc in the curse of Bridge Hollow. That's an interesting I'm watch that. Yeah. Uh, here star Marlon Wayans reveals what he is most proud of in this movie. To put together a family-friendly horror comedy, which is something I'm completely foreign to, because scary movie, we had all kind of liquid and fluids and buttocks and body parts and, you know, haunted house. I was humping everything. So it was good to do something that was just something that my kids could actually watch. Uh, the Curse of Bridge Hollow is available for streaming on Netflix now. That was Way overmodulated. Yeah. yeah. So if you yeah. guys check the audio on that. All right. That is the entertainment report for today. Well done. Yeah. Thank you very much, sir. It's the department. I got to give my credit no, to you, the department, by the way. Your staff is excellent. We have a screening of Black Adam, and that is tonight, by the way, at uh, the Regal UA in King of Prussia. It starts at 7 o'clock. Would you like to go? We'll be one of the next three callers right now, and we'll give you those passes. 215-263-WMMR. All right? And it does open in theaters on the 21st, so you're getting to see it in advance. Of course, it starts Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And the rumor is there is a very, very awesome post-credit sequence. Ooh! Uh-huh. Excellent. All right, so three callers. We'll set you up. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Stay with us. we got a good Tuesday morning to spend together. 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the 4th Annual Market Street Run for Blue. This Sunday, you can run or walk this five-mile course down Market Street, starting and ending in Old City, with proceeds benefiting the Philadelphia Police Foundation and awards for top finishers in multiple age groups. Click events at WMMR.com for all the details and to get signed up. It's the Market Street Run for Blue. This Sunday, 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. I'm scared. Different, uh, different traffic music. I like it. Yeah, I do too. We haven't. Did we used to use this as traffic music? I think a long time ago, and yeah. I got to give a shout out to. I can't remember the guy's name, but he was from Sun Studio in uh, Aston. Right. Come by a bunch of times, Kathy. I saw him at Don McCloskey on Friday night. Yeah. And he asked me to use this song for traffic. I said I'll do it one time. Wait, I might get in trouble for it. No. Yeah. I, okay. Let me know. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of surprised me. I hit the button. I'm like, oh, we have the wrong music. I'm like, okay, well, wait a minute. We, we have, we we've had uh, uh, equipment failures. Yeah. I thought that might have been something else. Right. Oh, okay. well, I like it. I like no, we can go I with like that. when we All change right. things up. Yeah. Just don't like to be surprised. All right. Yeah. yeah. Just let me know, man. All right. I mean, you, you guys are tight. Yeah. <laughs> Beds are the kind of thing you can talk about with your bro. All right. Uh, I did notice a few things really? that I feel like sharing with you this morning, yes. I'm going to have to do this old school. You're right. There's no effects. Because I can't do it any other way. <laughs> this is Stop my equivalent it. of a high-pass filter. It's the noticer. Look at us. Could you, like, We're grab the microphone like that? That sounds like it's over-modulating. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. All right. Anyway. I just noticed we don't have our goddamn effects. 
uh, Wallet Hub has released their university rankings. Uh, the top universities in America, uh, and they have, uh, I think that they ranked 100 of them, or may, there might be 300. I, I, have you, the, I have the top 30. I know it. both you and I were looking at a few catalogs and deciding where we're going. <laughs> well, we're going through this right now. We um, Are you? Yeah, my daughter's a junior in high school, my daughter. Yeah. Uh, and we are going through a lot of this stuff. My wife is um, definitely stressing over it for a lot of different reasons, and things like resources like this are huge right now. All right, All right so on average, two issues. And room and board at a four-year college costs around uh, twenty-three thousand fifty-two thousand dollars per year. Wait, that's it? Twenty-three on average. Uh, tuition and room and board. Yeah, you're talking about all the colleges. That's a lot lower than I expected on, um, on average. Yeah, so twenty three to fifty two thousand per year. It, v- it varies depending on the school's public or private status and whether it's in state. Sure. Mm-hmm. Of those prices, students uh, want to know they are getting a good deal. Uh, to determine the top performing schools at the lowest possible cost to undergraduates, Wallet Hub compared more than nine hundred higher education institutions in the U.S. across thirty key measures. The data set is grouped into seven categories, such as students like activity, cost and financing, and career outcomes. The metrics range from student-faculty ratio to graduation rate to post-attendance median salary. Uh, Best College Rankings also analyzes post-attendance metrics, Mm -hmm. uh, the student loan default rate, and the share of former students outlearning high school graduates, for instance, to show the value of the education students can expect Received beyond their undergraduate status. Oh my God! I'm so stupid. I didn't understand. I didn't understand. I, I need just, to go to college to understand what you just said. What I just read. Jesus mm. Christ! So I. I but nonetheless, I, I guess the read. idea is if you go, for example, it depends. You have to play it smartly. You can go to Harvard and spend a lot, but you can go to Harvard and, sh- <laughs> and shave off some money, right? <laughs> or I, you can go to Yale. Yeah. Well, I'm wearing a Yale shirt right now. What's pretty cool? I have a Yale yeah. shirt too. Is it's spelled Y A I L? By the way, I think it's cool. Yeah. Uh, we have a few in our area that are on this list. Is that right? I yeah. It. yeah. So, so I mean, we, we can stay, uh, we can continue to do the show where we're going to college, Preston. I'll mm-hmm. roll through these, and I'll get to number 16, because I think that's where we end uh, in the top 30. Don't do more than 16. In the top 30. All right, so number one is uh, Massachusetts Institute of Technology. MIT is number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, followed by Yale, Y-A-I-L. Yes. University. <laughs> Uh, third is California Institute of Technology, and then number four, yeah, Princeton University, hey! right in our area. Uh, number five is Harvard. Yes. Uh, number six is Stanford. Number seven is Rice University. Number eight is Penn. Hmm. So University oh, of Pennsylvania is number eight on this list. Kind of where I assumed we would be with these, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, those, I mean, just even on a prestige level. I knew Penn would be up there. I didn't think about Princeton, but yes, of course, that always ranks really, really high. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have uh, Georgia Tech, followed by Duke University. Number 11 is Northwestern. Uh, 12 is John Hopkins. Number 13 is Brown. Uh, 14 is Columbia University. Number 15 is Vanderbilt. And then at number 16... Swarthmore College. Yeah, How like, about that? Uh, that doesn't surprise me at all. It's always been touted as like the number one liberal uh, liberal arts school in the country. So I'm going to give ten points to Delaware County. Oh, what? Wow. Here's the, here, just Wait a, a second. I ask you something. Kathy's going to want to every cut time you. you award points, you give ten to them and five to Bucks County <laughs> every single time. I'm going to have to back her up on this. Why is this a little slim for being in the top? 
16. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying he shouldn't get it. I just think he. That, it's not me. I mean, I mean the dollar county. Cat, right? No, them, uh, let's them. really break it down to what it is. It's a battle between Kathy and Kim. I just I, every single time, and I have not said anything, but it's every time Bucks it, County only gets five. That's why me. we'll never get we'll never catch up. I know. I I, I, I agree. I've, I've I've noticed oh, that. You're with me, Steve. Thanks. Um, well, it's, like it's 115 better. to 95. <laughs> hey, maybe not... if Levittown University ended up uh, <laughs> on the list. Well, also, it seems, right, if you stop and think about it, it seems arbitrary to get to 16. Uh-huh. Maybe there's something, maybe something. Wait, is there a Levittown University? Come on. I'm no. Just <laughs> no. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm only. Oh, no, I'm not going to Wait, <laughs> how many colleges are there in Bucks County? Um, I College of Hard Knocks? I don't know. I could look it up. Renathan, right? Uh, would be one. Oh, is that, that Bucks cool. County? Mm, no. It is, isn't it? Renathan? I don't know. No, I don't think so. We're By so stupid, way, we don't know this. You should really. Um, Steve, I know you like to hike and stuff. I love it. Um, Swarthmore has, like, really great, like, woods and hiking trails and stuff like that. Uh, we used to go there as kids. We'd ride our bikes there and walk through the trails and stuff. It's, it's a really gorgeous campus, and it's just, like, Tucked into this nice little town, this little quiet little, 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 yeah. a little hamlet. Yeah, they label the trees, which I find nice. Oh, yeah. and the birds, Nick. <laughs> well, not the they're birds. all numbered. No, all right. The here, trees. here are the the college and university campuses in Bucks County. You have Bucks County Community College. You have uh, Cairn University. Ah, uh, that's okay. That's probably Brynathen, right? Uh, I, I don't. I'm not really sure. Uh, Delaware Valley University, uh, Gwinnett Mercy University, the Ben Salem campus, mm. Ho- uh, Holy Family University, Bucks County campus. Jefferson School of Continuing and Professional Studies, the Bucks County campus, and LaSalle University's Bucks County Center. There you go. Okay. So Brunathan's in Montgomery School. County. Yeah, okay. So. Oh, that's true. Okay. Is All it? Right. Yeah. Uh, Delaware okay. Valley, by the way, if you like, want to go into like um, uh, majoring in uh, farm st- studies, a thing like agriculture, it's mm-hmm. one of the top schools in the country for uh, for that. You know, there's an interesting delineation. Nick. There is Duke, and then there's the Duke University, <laughs> which is John Wayne's College. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, I thought that was uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I, I did not know that uh, Casey about Swarthmore College. Yeah, uh, that it ranks that high in uh, liberal arts um, colleges. We used to. I mean, we would go there as kids. We would ride our bikes there, and they had this little indoor field house that uh, it was for indoor track. But there were no guards there. We just would go in there and like play on the, like all the track and field equipment. Like oh. I just had so much fun on that campus growing up. Brimmore's usually rank pretty high, aren't they? Yeah, uh, but they're not in the top thirty here. What about Haverford? Uh, no, I, I like I said, I only printed up the top thirty. So. I've never actually been on that campus, Nick. I assume you have Haverford. Yeah, it's pretty as well. Is it? Is yeah. it uh, decent size? It just seems I, like I, it's like a like a block. Like I'd say it's box. about the same size as like an Eastern or Cabrini or, uh, okay. or Swarthmore. What's the one where Dead Poets Society was uh, filmed? That's a uh, high school, private school. It's high a school, high school, okay. St. Andrews down in Delaware. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. that's, a, that's a beautiful campus too. Right. All right, so anyhow, if you would like the list, if you if you are starting to look at these because of, you know, yourself or maybe your kids, uh, Wallet Hub <laughs> has got their, their ranking and they, and they break it down in different metrics. Remember so. when you did the uh, the adult uh, uh, ed courses for, uh, I think it was for accounting? Uh, no, it was for uh, investments. Investments. Yes. Yeah, I did that at, uh, at Delco. Yeah. 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 A- and uh, and I ended up, uh, my, uh, uh, my financial advisor was a teacher. He's been my financial advisor for like just 20, to 22 years. That's what I did. I can't Kevin, figure this Kevin out. Kevin McCoy, he's never steered me wrong. Yeah. I'm like, I sat there, I was in all those classes, I'm like, 
You seem really smart. You know Will you do my stuff for me? You know what you're doing. We've been, we've been partners ever since. I don't want to come to this class. Could you just be my advantage? Yeah. Well, I'm not catching on. I'm not catching on. Yeah. I'm just going to hire you. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm so set in my... I, I do learn things all the time, obviously, but I don't... I think you, you know, you have to be in the mindset to learn that yes. way. Yes. And I've been, I haven't been, that switch or, hasn't been flicked in a long time. Or you just have to have a genuine interest yeah. in what. That, that, God, I, does that help? I can learn if I have a genuine yeah. interest in something. If it's something that I should know, but I'm really not that interested in, forget it, man. This is boring. <laughs> I have it. to leave. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Hey, you know, you but, understand. I'm Yes. Bored. I'm sorry you've <laughs> devoted your life to it, but I've got to go out and live. Going back to the parents who are looking, you know, at colleges for their kids, um, I love that the community colleges, now I'm sure all of them do it, but I know that Bucks County Community College does it, that they team with one of the other universities, and so you can take your first two years of classes there, and then your credits Save transfer. Money. But remember how hard it was to transfer your credit, like at least when I went to school. It was, well, they did that to, to stop schools, this from happening. Yeah, yeah. so now they, now they um, pair up so that you can... Go for cheaper, get your gen eds done, figure out what you want to do instead of going, you know, maybe taking all of these classes and changing your mind. Who, who was I? There was an interview with someone, they were talking about attending, um, like the CW Post Long Island, you know, which has a ridiculous tuition. Uh, but you, uh, years ago when the, it first opened up, I mean, it was cheap, it was a, a, affordable for just about anyone. And now they the prices have just skyrocketed. Well, you know what I love now is that uh, community colleges don't have the stigma that they once had. I mean, they used to be considered the joke. So my son, Carter, goes to Monco, yeah. uh, which people are finding now is a great option to get those uh, those general studies out of the way. And then you can focus on what you want to mm-hmm. well, you know, train your career in on. And you don't owe a mortgage by the time you graduate. But well, and do you know- they, I, I want to bring this Sorry. up real quick and see if we get some calls. Because somebody pointed out uh, Bucks County Community College was also known as UCLA. <laughs> University closest to Levittown yeah, 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 area. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. And so when where I grew up in St. Louis, there was a place, uh, a community college called Merrimack. And we nicknamed it MIT, which was Mom, I Tried, or Merrimack in Town. So we had (laughs) Suffolk County Community College, and people would call it USC. Uh, Yeah. The University of Suffolk County. There you go. Totally. Yes. We also had the um, Bucks County Country Club. Okay. Which was the correctional facility. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) I love that. But, you know, but school counselors are actually um, kind of gearing children towards uh, going to the community colleges first. Like, that's what they're they're pushing them to do instead of picking a big school right now. Oh, I swear to God, if I I had kids, I'd are you, like what you did, Preston, with with, with Carter, you said Carter's, Mm -hmm. yes, please, try to... It's so because you're just incinerating now. money, well, and and there's a couple of things as well. It's it's usually at an arm's length, uh, you know, from it, it's yeah. close to where you live usually, so it's a little more geographically friendly to a teenager who maybe you're not ready to yeah. send them, you know, uh, hours and hours away. But if you know, it, like for example, if you're motivated towards something and you really know what yeah. you want to do and you want to become a neurosurgeon, yeah. obviously spend the money. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's also really competitive these days, and yeah, even more so. Than ever before, I, I you know I, I don't feel like when I was going into school like it was it was as competitive as it is now. Like you you know if you're if, if you want to get into one of like the top level schools, like you have to like if you want to get into Harvard, you basically better at some point in your high school, early in your high school crea- uh, career, create like some sort of a foundation. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you can't just like oh no, I buy letters got, for sports and you know you've got right. to be an achiever, yeah. Yeah, you you have to be super duper smart and get a merit scholarship. Yeah, 
you know, or you got to start saving them. Or now. be able to roll your tongue. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that'll do it too. <laughs> Ruffles have ridges. You're in. Um, so let me see here. We used to call Delaware County Community College Delco Grade 13. Oh, yeah. I'm in the 13th grade. Dana Carby does a great bit about that, about his college years. Yeah, so I was in 14th grade. Uh, uh, Somebody says, we called Montco Harvard by the highway. I like this one, too. Montco equals (laughs) Route 202U. (laughs) Oh, my God. These are great. Uh, Montco is also known as 202U and Bluebell University. (laughs) <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, in uh, uh, Gloucester County College, known as 13th grade. So, yeah, there's a bunch of them. You know what, though? I say if if you get what you need to get from that education, it's like I, I'll tell people, if you're currently still using, like, Windows 98 and you've <laughs> you've never upgraded and, that, and it works for you and you're able to get done what you need to get done, then that's all you need. Mm-hmm. You know, you it, it's not... It's not an imperative that you spend a hundred grand on an education to get a good education. Yep, and and like I said, the the stigma has pretty much ended. Yeah, on that, which is uh, pretty awesome. So, all right, uh, I did notice some other things. I would love to. Stay oh, it's been noticed, and if you notice, my effect isn't on. <laughs> I would talk about colleges some more, but I do have some other things I want to get to uh, and make sure that these don't go to waste. This is encouraging to hear. I certainly hope it's true, but vaccines that target cancer could be available before the end of the decade, according to the husband and wife team behind one of the most successful COVID vaccines of the pandemic. Uh, Yugur Sahin and Aslem uh, Turici, uh, who both founded uh, BioNTech, uh, the German firm that partnered with Pfizer to manufacture a revolutionary COVID vaccine, said that they've made breakthroughs that uh, fueled their optimism for cancer vaccines in the coming years. How amazing would that be? So I remain... Always, uh, I'm encouraged and cautious. Sure. It's always the case because, you know, you, you want it to be so. And as you said, Preston, it'd be wonderful, if that's, you know, because uh, it's, it's, it's just we've made we've come so far and there have been so many things that are just um, almost a 180 in what it used to be years ago in cancer treatment. So. Uh, we're getting there and just kind of remain cautious and see where we're going. But that would yeah. be fantastic. Yeah, if, there, if, if, if treatment wasn't even needed, if, if a vaccine happened, that oh would be God. incredible. Technology at the heart of BioNTech's COVID vaccine could be repurposed so that it uh, primed the immune system to attack cancer cells instead of invading coronaviruses. If you're telling me this is based on Viagra, my head's going to spin. <laughs> Every, Viagra is the wonder drug of wonder drugs. Uh, so they said, Professor Sahin said that it could be available before 2030. COVID vaccine works by fairing, and I'll try to explain this, okay? Uh, well, Fair, let me go to college first. Uh, fairing the genetic instructions for harmless spike proteins on the COVID virus into the body. These instructions are taken up by cells which churn out the spike protein. These proteins, or antigens, are then used as, quote, wanted posters, telling the immune systems, antibodies, and other defenses what to search for and attack. So this has been something we've been talking about for a long time. Your your body sometimes can't identify the cancer and the natural defenses of your body, which should be able to take care of it, Aren't alerted to it. Yep. So because they're wearing uh, the a lot of times the cancer cells will wear like uh, a fake beard. Okay. And dark glasses. So atten- and essentially, it would use the same tech rather than carrying code to identify viruses. The vaccine contains genetic instructions for cancer antigens, proteins that stud the surfaces of tumor cells. Well, look at we talked about last week. They're taking um, um, a version of a type of herpes, yeah. which they say can slow. The growth and and, and, and cure cancer, yeah, yeah. Or, or at least 
treat cancer. Yeah, so what's interesting about this is uh, BioNTech was working on the cancer vaccines before the pandemic struck, and then they pivoted uh, to use that same technology for the COVID vaccine. So they were already working on this for cancer. When you were a kid, would you go into the bathroom and try to mix different things together? Of course. Yes. Yes. I'm sure I cured a few things and never realized it. Shampoo and baby powder and toothpaste. Yeah, absolutely. Mix it up. Uh, the firm now has several cancer vaccines in clinical trials. Do they credit me with any of them? They did not okay. credit you in this particular story. Because I did, I did submit a few papers when I was seven. Uh, they hope to develop treatments for bowel cancer, melanoma, and other cancer types, but substantial hurdles lie ahead. Uh, the cancer cells that make up tumors can be uh, studded with a wide variety of different proteins, making it extremely difficult to make a vaccine that targets all of the cancer cells and no healthy tissue. So that's the thing. Uh, but they remain cautious about the work. They said, as scientists, we are always hesitant to say that we will have a cure for cancer. We have a number of breakthroughs, and we will continue to work on them. But that would be incredible if that happened. We're getting there. All right, what else we have here? I noticed some other things. I'm not even going to try. All right. Uh, this is sad to see, but uh, he lived a hell of a life. James A. McDivitt, who commanded Apollo 9, uh, the Apollo 9 mission, uh, testing... Uh, and the, it was it was testing the first complete set of equipment to go to the moon. Uh, passed away. He was ninety three years old. Uh, he was also a commander for 1965's uh, Gemini Four mission, where his best friend and colleague Ed White made the first U.S. spacewalk. And he's the guy that took the pictures of those. It's amazing spacewalks. Yeah. So they are iconic images. He passed on a chance to land on the moon, uh, and instead, I don't want to. Became the space agency's uh, program manager uh, for five Apollo missions after the Apollo 11 moon landing. Those guys were uh, a breed of their own. Mm-hmm. You know, amazing stuff. Apollo 9 was considered one of the more boring uh, flights. Uh, it just orbited Earth. It didn't go any further than Gentlemen, that. Gentlemen, we'd like you to participate in a boring flight. <laughs> uh, uh, the odds are fairly strong. You might not come back. You're boring, <laughs> you say it is. Yes, we'd love to. But McDivitt said that it didn't bother him, that it was overlooked. He said, I could see why they would, you know. It would. It didn't land on the moon, and so it's hardly part of Apollo, but the lunar module was key to the whole program, and that's what they were doing. They were testing the lunar module. Yeah. Uh, the goal was to see if people could live in it, if it could dock and orbit. It was essential. That became crucial, obviously, yeah. Uh, but it's interesting. He said early on in the training, McDivitt wasn't impressed with how flimsy it looked. He said, I looked at it. <laughs> yeah. I looked at Rusty, and, looked at, and he looked at me, and I said, oh, my God, we're actually going to fly that thing? He said it was really chintzy. It was like cellophane and tinfoil put together with scotch tape and staples. Well, they talked about how easy it would be to pierce the um, the lem. You know, how they, that they had to keep things as light as possible. Mm-hmm. And so that's what they did. Yeah, and so in the vacuum of space, yeah. there's not much that you need. So, uh, but, uh, and yeah. it's boring, too. And so that so helps. boring. Uh, but he lived a hell of a life. He flew 145 combat missions in Korea and wow. uh, graduated from the University of Michigan with an aeronautical engineering degree. So when they bury him, they'll technically be replacing the McDivitt, right? Uh, maybe they'll replace yeah. the McDivitt. So, uh, but uh, yeah, 93 years old. Incredible. That's an amazing career. Incredible life. Yeah, absolutely. All right. How about this? Uh, I did not see uh, the Giants-Ravens game over the weekend. Case, did you watch it? I, well, I watched the NFL Red Zone, and that had uh, bits and pieces Highlights. of it. Yeah. I don't know if you saw this or not, but fans can't make up their minds on CBS's uh, brand-new camera angle with some comparing watching it to being drunk. Have okay. you seen you, So it, it actually, as it's moving, it starts to sway a little bit. To, it's 
it does seem like you're on a rolling boat watching the, the game. Yes. Yeah, they're trying all sorts of stuff. Um, I don't uh, know what, I, I, what's wrong with exactly. the current coverage, right? I mean, every, uh, has it ever been better coverage, Case? Do, uh, do, do you see any room for imp- an improvement? I don't well, know. Here, we're showing the video for Casey now. You'll watch to see how it leans and it rocks back and forth. So oh, right, it's right, right. like the camera. Now, they already have cameras that are on cables, yeah. and, and you'll see them yeah. during the kickoff sometimes. But this one is in a different spot. And it actually sways left and right. So you almost get like these old Batman TV show angles. It's yeah. not good. I, yeah, it feels yeah, it's more bad. like a like artsy, like a movie or right. a yeah. documentary it's, as opposed it, to a game. It's yeah. totally unnecessary. And then also, like, okay, I mean, the frame that we're looking at here, uh, if you're going to do that... Can you keep the main uh, actor in this, like, in the center of the screen? Because when you start doing the swaying thing, like, he, you're losing him. You're, you're losing him. Right? I think what they should do, Casey, is pop up graphics that say, bam, whoosh, yeah. splurt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fans on social media had widely mixed opinions on the camera angle after watching it live. Um, <laughs> some compared it to. To being drunk, while others compared it to uh, music, music and film footage. Now, they're um, sometimes they try and get too cute, uh, and I really do like the, the directors and the producers of these um, these games are really in a uh, you know class of their own. Class of their own. Yeah. Like Arnie Kempner's really really great, and and uh, <laughs> but when you try and get too cute, it's. You know, like you don't, you don't have to do that. No. I guess I don't mind innovation, like trying new stuff. Me you know? neither. And, and Me so neither. if they're going to give it a shot, and people widely reject it, I'm all right with that. Uh, and the Flyers game the other night, the first game of the season was on ESPN. I, I prefer uh, NBC Sports Philly. I think their coverage is better. But the game on ESPN, they did something in the third period, which I haven't seen before. Uh, John Butchergrass, who was doing play-by-play, and Ray Ferraro was down by the ice. They both stopped talking for a good five minutes, and they did camera angles that were really close to the ice. So the intent was. To make it feel like you were at the game. Okay. And so they, you could hear all the players. You could hear the referees. You could hear curses that came through a couple of times. Yeah. And the announcers stopped talking entirely, which I kind of thought was cool. It was, a, it was a neat approach. I didn't like the camera angles right on top of the ice being really close to the action. Because if you've ever been to a game like that, it's hard to pay attention to. It's, it's going so fast. All right. Yeah. Watching uh, the NLDS, uh, and, and I didn't watch a whole lot of baseball throughout the season. When did they start micing the umps as closely as they have the plate ump? That's a great question. I don't know now. because it's the best audio I've ever heard behind the plate. There was a, there was a moment in Game Four where Kyle Schwarber popped up yeah. and he just goes. I mean, I he heard just dropped it. the yeah. loudest yeah. bomb you could possibly yeah. hear, and it was because he was right next to the umpire. But the ump kept going. Uh, you know, that's outside. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, inside. He would just he would call it. My butt like, hurts. That, yeah. my, my butt hurts. My yeah. butt really hurts. I, can't, I don't want to. I did not wipe well. Yeah. And you know, when you don't wipe, and you can feel like it feels there's like an irritation. I I did not wipe. Well, and my butt hurts. My butt hurts. Okay, maybe you wipe too hard. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, oh, you heard that? <laughs> I, I think they're they're mic'd up a little bit more for the playoffs than. Uh, Do you remember? Because not only that, but you're hearing yeah. like the, the the ball hit the mitt. Yeah. Uh, By the way, yeah. the ball hit the bat. Years ago, remember they 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 were placing the onus on the networks if an errant first word bomb yeah. got to on on the uh, on the mics now. You're micing people who are well, screaming it. That was that was in the in, after Nipplegate. After Nipplegate, the All Jenny that, Jackson thing. That stu- yeah. stuff uh, started. Yeah, they they backed off that quite a bit. Do you remember the failed um, hockey experiment of the I Tracer didn't mind that. trailing? I wasn't mad I at like it. it, but now the TVs are so great. Like, you don't need it. You don't need you, it to, to follow the action. You would. It, there was. They'd put a ring around the puck, and there'd be a trail. 
that the puck would leave as it was sliding across the ice. Case, I do love the sound when the baseball hits the glove. However, I have to ask you because somebody just gave me a hard time. You just said mitt, and I, I said that the other day, and they were like, no, we don't call it's it that anymore. baseball mitt. Okay. It's a catcher's mitt. A yeah. catcher's mitt. Yeah, catcher. Okay, yeah, catcher. yeah. okay yeah. Well, I was referring to... The glove, I yeah. guess that, I mean, they Everybody all... else wears a glove, a catcher wears, wears a mitt. Wears a mitt, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you can say, grab your mitt. I mean, I like... Yeah. But I feel like yes. we... That, I'm that's fine what, with that. Like, I remember yeah. in high school, like, the guy is calling it that. I think now they, they don't. Okay, they don't. so like, like, you're all right. No, the, mom. I don't have time to think about this. My butt really hurts. I think I write too hard. <laughs> Sorry, uh, um, you're, you're mic'd up there, buddy. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. Listen, people need to just... Get a grip relax. on them. They relax. Like if I, if I call the soccer uh, keeper a goalie, it's okay. I know it's a keeper, but like yeah, you know, or you the pitch instead of the uh, the field, the field or whatever. It's it's all right. Or schedule instead of schedule or boot to bonnet. Right. You know what I do love in press? I think Dick. As you're uh, with your ASMR in in basketball, they have the the nets mic'd up, and so when you hear a nice swish. Uh, more so, I like the squeaky shoes. You, oh, really? Oh, I love that. Oh, no kidding. Yes, what I about? do. But but I generally like it live if I'm at the event and like it. I like the sound of the, the golf movie. That doesn't activate my ASMR. They have though it over the course of years, uh, the miking of golf mm-hmm. has oh, gotten yeah. so aggressive. Yeah, it's great. Love it. <laughs> all right. So uh, anyhow, case is that all we have time for? Because what? Shoot, we got yes. you, Luke, coming up. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. I'm done noticing. I have more things I could notice at Let's another see. time. No, not but, working. Uh, no, not. Sorry, Mr. Announcer, Noticer Guy. No announcer. It feels so bad. I wanted to be everything you wanted me to be. All right, well, listen, I want to take a break because we do want to come back for that. Uh, But you know what? Uh, Give me some more of those uh, Black Adam passes to get away. I'll take uh, callers 10 and 11. We have a screening tonight to see Black Adam. It's at the UA King of Prussia. Regal UA King of Prussia. Oh, it's regal. Uh, Callers 1011-215-263-WMMR. And, of course, it stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson and will be in theaters on October 21st. We'll come back. We'll get to the B-File. And then, yes, $1,000. And you who loot, your chance to win. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And probably other places. Podcasts. Oh yeah, MMR's got them. There's the fun size and bizarre file editions, along with Preston and Steve full show podcasts, plus the MM Archives podcast and more. Click podcasts on WMMR.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. You want to test out all yes. your effects, Steve? Go ahead. All see right. if they're working. Test one, two. Yeah, that's a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Test one, two. Perfect. Test one, two. <laughs> And there we go. All right. Yay, everything works now. It's beautiful. All right, we have to do the Bizarre File. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. We're going to start with a follow-up story. Yesterday I had uh, in our program the story about these four guys that went missing out of nowhere. Well, there's a grisly follow-up. By that, I don't mean a bear. I mean, it's just horrible. Four Oklahoma men who disappeared after going out on their bicycles last weekend were shot, dismembered, and remains dumped in a river. Police said Monday as they sought a person of interest in the killings. What the hell? Yeah, Mark Chastain, Billy Chastain, Mike Sparks, and Alex Stevens have been reported missing to the uh, Okmulgee Police Department last week. The four men, whom police described as close friends, were last seen leaving Billy Chastain's house on bicycles pulling trailers around 8 p.m. on October 9th. 
according to uh, Police Chief Joe Prentice, he said that um, based on information provided by a witness who was invited to join them, police believe the victims planned to commit some type of criminal act when they left the house. Uh, they witness, uh, the witness told investigators that the men were planning to, quote, hit a lick big enough for all of them. We, what, do we know what that means? What that? No, we don't know what it means. They, they were going to rob something. something and, and yeah. make it profitable for yeah. everyone. Uh, police don't know what the men were planning to do, but uh, during the days-long search for them, investigators were able to trace their movements to a salvage yard and then a local gas station using data from an app on Mark Chastain's wife's phone. After leaving the station, the men visited a second scrapyard uh, where Chastain's phone uh, had turned off. Uh, it was on a property next to that second yard where police now believe the violent event occurred, resulting in the deaths of the four men. Now, the owner of the two salvage yards, identified by police as Joe Kennedy, has been named a person of interest in the killings. Investigators last spoke to him on Friday afternoon when the men's remains were discovered in a nearby river but not yet positively identified. Uh, Prentice said that at the time, that Kennedy appeared to be cooperative and was not antagonistic. Uh, he has since been reported missing. Oh. Yeah. And maybe experiencing some suicidal thoughts, they said. This, again, the original report on this story was some friends go out for a bike ride, and yep. here we are with this. Uh, well, pre- when it was originally reported, um, just like the four friends, and they showed their faces, right. it reminded me of that killing in Bucks County. Remember where the guy, they yes. went to buy like pot from him yes. or something like that? And they and found, found like a silo or yeah, something? Yeah, like, buried them on the farm he lived on. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so Prentice said, I don't have any evidence that Mr. Kennedy is a threat to anyone else, but I would use caution. If anyone sees him, please call the local authorities. Now, a few hours later, the police chief said uh, that they had located Kennedy's vehicle, but not Kennedy himself. The blue PT Cruiser had been abandoned behind a business in Morris, Oklahoma, but it was unclear how it got there. Passerby had alerted police to an area of the Deep Fork River southwest of town after noticing suspicious items partially submerged in the water. Authorities identify the objects as human remains and ultimately recover the bodies of four men. Due to the condition of the remains, it wasn't until late Sunday night that the bodies were confirmed to belong to the missing friends. Each victim suffered gunshot wounds, and all four bodies were dismembered before being placed in the river. Brutal. Earlier this week, Prentice had described the situation as unusual, saying that it was the first time in his career that he had seen four men go missing at the same time. On Monday, he said that while he had worked dozens of murders... Uh, in the scene cases where bodies are dismembered, he said this case involves the highest number of victims. So I'm really curious as to what they think went on. And I want to find out what they were planning, what the crime was. Yep. And perhaps they pissed off the wrong person. All right, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, does not exist, Pennsylvania game officials say. I beg to differ. <laughs> uh, so uh, for, for, for months, signs have been popping up along state trails in Pennsylvania and parks urging residents to report Bigfoot sightings. So the sign, uh, which is on uh, Department of Conservation and Natural Resources letterhead, says, due to encounters in the area of a creature resembling Bigfoot, we are instructing all park visitors to observe elevated park etiquette, be cautious of your surroundings, and to keep the location of any small children and pets within a tighter scope of awareness. Well, you don't want a Bigfoot to get your dog or something. Uh, but this is not legitimate. Uh, these signs were not posted by the DCNR, the department spokeswoman, uh, spokesperson Wesley Robinson said. Uh, we've seen them at parks for months, and they are removed when they are reported or found by staff because they have not been authorized. You know what, though? It feeds into the legend, these signs. 
Officials have uh, seen the signs at many parks, he said, adding that he is unsure how many or where the signs may have been. And then he added, Bigfoot is not real. (laughs) See, I put the signs up myself. It's reverse psychology. They think I don't exist. It all works out. Um, um, They're between us. A man stole the cremated remains of his ex-girlfriend's mom so he could sell them for heroin. (laughs) What? Wait, what? I know. Wow, man. Uh, this lady Who's buying the remains? Him in jail. The ex-girlfriend said she left her home Tuesday to go to a friend's house. And then Wednesday, her ex-boyfriend, Jackson Rutland... I'm going to go excavate your mother. ...called her to tell her that he had taken some of her mom's ashes. And according oh. to an arrest warrant, uh, he planned to sell the ashes to get the heroin. Is that um, ashes? Are they big on the... Black market? When the victim returned home, she found the rear door had been kicked in. The home had been ransacked. She said her mom's ashes had been tampered with and some had been spread on the floor. Uh, Redland was arrested, booked on charges of destruction, desecration, uh, or removal of human remains, as well as burglary. And uh, the story says, it is unclear how he thought he would get enough money for the remains to purchase heroin. Well, I guess if you're on heroin, you think you will. Yeah. Uh, a massive fist fight involving around 100 people broke out at a French restaurant in Tokyo on Sunday evening. Uh, the customers booked out the entirety of a contemporary French restaurant called Sunshine Cruise Cruise on the 58th floor of the Sunshine 60 skyscraper. Uh, the fight appeared to have involved members of a gang called the Chinese Dragon. The 100 people had gathered to celebrate uh, one of the gang members uh, getting out of prison. So a gang, the Chinese dragon in a Japanese-French restaurant. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Okay. Right. Uh, police were notified about the brawl after uh, restaurant staff made an emergency call. Most of the diners involved in the brawl quickly left the premises, and it's unclear how many people remained when the Tokyo police arrived. They say that uh, James Corden had been spotted there, Preston. Uh, one man who remained at the restaurant was taken to the hospital with a minor head injury. Uh, police said that they found broken beer bottles and glasses at the restaurant and that it's investigating in case of suspected property damage. Uh, the department did not immediately respond to insiders' requests for comment. The Chinese Dragon Gang maintains links to Japanese crime syndicates, but is not considered an established crim- criminal organization. But they had a massive brawl involving have 100 you, people. Have you ever wanted to be into, a, a, just for the hell of it, one of those saloon fights? Yes. <laughs> yeah, right? Totally. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You throw a few punches. Break a bottle yeah. in somebody's head. Exactly. Yeah. That'd be the best. All right. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right. So you have five minutes left. Actually, now it's down to four. Four minutes left to enter the word funds, F-U-N-D-S. It's for you who loot. You can text it to 45911 or you can enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. Again, the word is funds, F-U-N-D-S. So make sure you do that right now. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment, and I think we are going to find out about how, well, it's just weird. You'll have to explain it. It involves avocados, Yeah, and I didn't know if this was real or not. It seems like it's a complete yeah. falsehood. It turns out it's real. Yeah, we'll, so. You'll explain. We'll, we'll get to that in a moment when we return. Stay with us. The MMR is coming to your neighborhood. Thursday from 7 to 9, Marissa from the Preston and Steve Show rocks Jack Cassidy's Irish Pub, 990 East High Street in Pottstown. Enter for a chance to win Eagles Pittsburgh tickets or a Derek Barnett autographed football courtesy of Bud Light. Plus enjoy $3 Bud Light pints and bottles, $3 Bud Light Next, and $4 Bud Light Seltzers. I I got this email. I was talking to Steve about it this morning. I'm like... I thought it was a joke. I thought this is somebody trying to pull something over on us. Right. And uh, I, I, I liked it. 
Uh, yeah, but I, but I'm like, this sounds like a joke. This can't be real. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, apparently, there are millions of avocados that are going to be given away for free. What? Uh, in FDR Park, starting tomorrow. Why? So remember, by the way. It was just months ago that we're hearing about yeah. cartels yeah, yeah. smuggling avocados <laughs> because they're so hard to get. And here we're talking about this massive glut of so, avocados. So here's here's the email I got today. President Stephen Family, my name is Victoria. I work for a nonprofit called Sharing Excess. We have something crazy about to go down. We're calling it uh, Avogadon. <laughs> I love it. Here's a lowdown. There's a massive surplus of avocados in the food industry right now, and literally millions of perfectly great avocados are at risk of going to waste. About 25 semi-trucks full, to be exact. Whoa. You know how that's ridiculous. So we got permission from the city to set up our largest food distribution to date in FDR Park. We're going to distribute free avocados to everyone in Philadelphia. Literally everyone Individuals, nonprofits, restaurants, anyone you can think of. We want to go on radio stations, news channels, social media, and any and every outlet to let people know. We've cleared our schedules, and our team will be loading cars all day, each day, starting Wednesday afternoon, and we'll go into Thursday and Friday until they're all gone. And it says, holy guacamole. <laughs> it, it is amazing. And avocados are a superfood, are they not? Yeah. They're great. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, uh, they're good in, they have the good fats that yes. you want. Uh, and I love avocados. Yeah. So uh, I had I told Nick I'm like, can you reach out and see if this is real or not? <laughs> <laughs> and so he got a hold of um, Evan Ellers, uh, who is with Sharing Access, and he's on the line with Yay! us now. Hey, hey, Evan, how you doing? <laughs> Evan, hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Okay, dude, for real. All these avocados. What what's the story behind this, please? Yeah, so it's a crazy time in the world right now, and I know there was just a shortage of avocados, but there is now a surplus of avocados that are coming from South America, uh, basically because of rising food prices, transportation costs, um, and just supply chain issues. These avocados have been growing, and there's basically not a home for them. So we're doing the best that we can to get them out to people all across Philadelphia to make sure that they don't go to waste. I, I love this. So, so your great. mission is to make sure that food isn't just gone to waste, just thrown away for no good reason at all. Exactly. That's why we're called sharing excess. Okay. Now, avocados ain't cheap, by the way. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they are, they're, yeah. they're, they're one of the more expensive uh, vegetables, fruit, whatever you want to call it. Uh, what are they, Jack? What is it? Is it a it's vegetable? a fruit, I believe, yeah, yeah. yeah because it's got a pit. Uh, but um, so so these are, you, you rather than have these go to waste, your organization has found these and it, are all 25 tractor trailers going to be at FDR Park? Uh, no, they're not. Just okay. thanks for clarifying. So we'll have we'll have three truckloads go to FDR Park, and we're distributing other truckloads across to food banks all across the area. Excellent. Um, yes, and and uh, that's primarily what we do. We rescue surplus food from grocery stores and wholesalers, and we redistribute that food out to major food banks like Fill Abundance oh, and Share Food Programs. It's amazing. Yeah. That's that is, amazing. That is outstanding work. Um, so with, with the avocados. If I show up with a pickup truck and say, fill up the back of it, are you guys going to do that, or is there a limit? 
You know, um, we're, we're going to play it by ear. We're listening to organizations. We're listening to people that are coming up and listening to creative ways of how they're going to make use of these avocados, preferably in a way where you can share free food with others. Right. So if you pull up with a pickup truck and you're offering to serve your entire community with free avocados, mm-hmm. we're going to give you those avocados. Okay. All right. And avocados are... Uh... They're temperamental little things. You got to get them just right, man. They got to be the perfect um, uh, the ripeness, uh, or or else they will go to waste. Right. So you so you don't want to hoard a whole bunch of them, thinking that you're gonna. Hey, I've got avocados for months. No, uh, it's only a certain. There's a window, and then they go bad. Yeah. Uh, so people need to be aware of that. But if you also have. Uh, say, Evan, you have somebody who's just, uh, you know, a family, and and they want to come by and, and grab five or six. Will you give them uh, that in that way? Oh, hang on. Why, how did he end up on hold again? All right. I'm sorry, Evan. I don't know what happened there. So I, I couldn't hear you. So, yeah, if somebody just wants to come in and get a handful of them, will you hand them out that way, too? Absolutely. Uh, we'll have boxes that are open where folks can just take individual avocados as well. Okay. So, so um, sharing excess. You are the creator of this, and, and um, are, are you currently a Drexel student or former Drexel student? I'm a former Drexel student. I graduated in 2019. Okay, and so uh, this is something that I, I, I there have been organizations that do similar things to this. I love this concept. We all do. You see a lot of stuff. Now, obviously, things have been very wonky over the past couple of years, um, you know, with uh, everybody trying to, you know, uh, the classic word is pivot and uh, mm-hmm. get everything done. But it, you, what what spurred you on to this? You just, did you yourself uh, work in the in the restaurant industry or how did you come to pull this together? Yeah, so I really kind of stumbled upon this life and career unexpectedly in college. I basically had about a million left in my dining account at the end of my third year at Drexel, and I knew I wouldn't be able to use all of those meal swipes before the end of the term. So I made a spur-of-the-moment decision to swipe out all those meals, put them in the back of my car, and then drive to Center City and give them out. And that day changed my life forever, wow. and that's what inspired me to start sharing access. Well, obviously, you know, we do the Camp Out for Hunger, all predicated on the same thing with uh, Phil Abundance and, and, and doing that. The most essential thing um, is, is, is this. Um, what other things are you currently taking on? Is there anything that rises to the level of excess that you currently have with this avocado situation? Yes, actually, we work out of the Philadelphia wholesale produce market, and we rescue and redistribute about 200,000 pounds of food every week. Um, This is an incredible, incredible location located down in southwest Philadelphia, where there are some of the most generous produce vendors that you could ever imagine that regularly donate their surplus produce to organizations like us, which then gets out into the hands of community members through regular distribution, but on a smaller scale than Avageddon. Evan, so with all bad news that you hear, this literally makes m- me so happy to hear yeah. Yeah. That, that on every level you have very generous people rising to the yeah. challenge. And uh, uh, it, it, <laughs> honestly, Preston's not kidding. He was reading this email today going, this has got to be a joke. It seemed like the perfect thing that would be goofy enough for the, 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 that somebody could prank a yeah, radio yeah, station. Yeah. And, and we go on the air and say, there's this avocado free-for-all, come and get all you want. And then all of a sudden you show up and nobody's there. Uh, but this is going to be at FDR Park. And so it starts tomorrow? Yes, it starts tomorrow. We'll be getting there early in the morning to unload the trucks. 
Hopefully everything goes well with the trucks showing up on time and us being able to unload those trucks. Um, then uh, the gates will open for folks to be able to come in at 12 o'clock to begin getting avocados. And we'll have sort of a drive-through system where we'll be able to serve a lot of cars at once and just load up directly into the trunk or back seat. Wow. Do, do you guys need some help? Do you need uh, volunteers? Oh, absolutely. We were not prepared for this. Um, basically, this just came, uh, came out of nowhere for us to find out about it. So um, we haven't had a lot of time to get a lot of volunteers together. Ah. So if folks that are listening are interested in volunteering, please, uh, we do encourage people to show up and help us during those three days. How do they get in touch with you, Evan? The best way to get in touch is to just go on sharingexcess.com and go to our contact form and just say, hey, Evan, I'm interested in helping out. Or you can check us out on our Instagram. We just posted about this. You can send us a DM or comment on the post, whatever works best. We we have to keep, you know, it's, you're now in our... Um, <laughs> yeah. In <laughs> our sights. You've gotten yeah. our attention. Yeah, yeah. and uh, this, this can be a very wonderful symbiotic relationship because it's yeah. all going to a greater good. Absolutely. It would be our honor. We love you guys. Thank you so much for helping us spread the word about free food. This is what we do, and we really want to bring attention to the fact that 40% of the food that's produced in the United States goes to waste while 40 million Americans still experience food insecurity. Uh, and, and, Evan, and now I just want guacamole. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I'm hungry. Can you help with that? It yeah. is so good. Yeah. I love, love, love avocados. A couple of metric yeah. tons of guacamole. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That... It's perfect. It's guacsober. Yeah. Yeah, October. Yeah. Did you guys get in touch with Elvez, by the way? I think that they would take a whole lot of these. They make some amazing guacamole. I love Elvez. Absolutely. Now, we're looking for every organization, every person to come down. So, definitely, we will be reaching out All right. for people to come. All right. Wow. wow. Awesome. Awesome. Right. Well, good luck. You've got a, you got a, a, a few busy days ahead of you, but I think we can probably... Uh, get some people down there to help you out as well. So right. I, I would imagine people are going to check out uh, sharingexcess.com uh, to get on board. But uh, great work, noble work that you do, Evan. Congratulations on the success and good luck over the next few days. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate this. And no have problem. a good rest of your day. Yeah, you too. Evan Ellers, guys. Oh, How inspirational is that? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Young man doing this stuff that's, you know, yeah, and and. The, the the numbers he was peeling off is just stuff that's going wasted. And and thank you to Victoria who reached out, uh, who's uh, with Sharing Access. She's the operations director. She sent the email, but I literally thought that was a joke. Uh-huh. I thought for sure because avocados, like I said, they're expensive. We man. just reported on this yeah. this uh, this dearth of avocados globally, and now we're in a surplus situation. That's so cool. Hey, can I, I come in late tomorrow so I can go get some avocados? Listen. Or- You've got our blessing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll uh, bring you guys some. I'll bet you that's going to get out of control. Yeah. I'll bet well, you there's going to be tons of people in line. They I need, think so. They need people to to help. So if you're interested. I, mean, I don't mean out of control right. in a bad way. I just yeah. think it's going to yeah. be. A lot I, of I people responding. A lot of people. I would. I mean. I mean, I, told, I would too if it wasn't. In the city, I know it's a little far for me, but uh, and if I if I definitely needed some, I would go get it. I mean, but here's I the deal: I would I would also put this site, um, make sure you're aware of this site, bookmark this site because if they have other opportunities right, like right. this, if you're trying to make ends meet and trying to stretch that paycheck to put food on your table, yeah. as you know, we we tell people with um, the uh, you know with full abundance, this is something that could be a useful tool for you. Yeah, and I hate seeing food go to waste. Absolutely, so, so that'd be cool. And it, listen, and we're. <laughs> I feel terrible. We we waste a fair amount of food at home because we'll make large portions, 
and then set it in the fridge for leftovers. Yeah. And then it'll sit there and sit there. And I'm like, I just feel terrible when I have to throw something away. Yeah. You know, I try to try to eat as much of it as I can, but it just happens. So to see this much excess yeah. uh, available, um, I'm glad they're doing something. About yes. It. I think it's really, really cool. I'm excited for you guys because you're about to taste the greatest pickles ever made. Uh, I would like to welcome uh, to our studio Nikki from the Nikki hey! Pickle Project. Good morning, guys. How you doing, Nikki? I'm doing great. How are you all? Wonderful. Thanks wonderful. for having me. You, no you, you can't even imagine. Uh, listen, I've seen Preston meet with dignitaries. I've seen Preston in all sorts of situations. I've never seen him as energized and enthusiastic about anything as I have what he says is the greatest pickle ever made. I think. It is an honor, really. Thank you, Preston. Yeah, we we are just here doing what we love. So to have some fans of, amongst you all is just incredible. So so Nikki and uh, Mike, her husband, are, are the creators of Fishtown Pickle Project, and um, I they came on they uh, came under the radar by I saw a press release where they were doing an event called the, the Feast of the Seven Pickles, <laughs> which I'm like that sounds awesome, and it was around the holidays, right before COVID hit or right around COVID. And it was going to be a um, seven dishes that featured pickled, uh, you know, elements to it. And they had these different restaurants and chefs that were involved. And I'm like, I got to go. And so we booked. My son Carter is the other pickle fanatic in my right. family. We were going to go. It got canceled, unfortunately. But they sent over some pickles. And I'm like, okay, this is next level pickle for me. Or it's just what I prefer, the type of pickle I prefer. I, it's rare that I encounter someone who doesn't get Pickles. Like, pickles are awesome. And then we've known that pickles now have an application also as the being the bread in a sandwich sometimes mm-hmm. or all these other applications. Um, and, and I told you, like, in junior high, m- m- often my lunch was a pickle and pickles. iced tea. Yeah. So, uh, uh, <laughs> but... Um, what 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 about these carry it, carries it to the next level for I, you? Well, okay, so the flavor's fantastic. Yeah. What I really loved was the texture of the pickle the itself. Crunch. The crunch. It had just the right amount of crunch <laughs> and tenderness because sometimes it can be too crunchy and sometimes it can be too tender. Yeah. It does matter. And I loved it. And plus they had, it had a garlicky, the garlicky zest, uh, the garlic zest pickles. I'm just like this. I, I was like, oh, my God. I loved it. I loved every bit of it. It gave me the right amount of tang <laughs> and the right amount of sweetness. And there's a little bit of sweetness in these, yeah. by the way. All right. I, I see jars over there. Yeah. We're going to try them in just a yeah. second. It's pretty wild how much you and Carter love pickles and how much Parker Oh, <laughs> Rochelle doesn't like him either. Oh, and so Caroline funny. doesn't even care for him. It's Carter and I are that we're the pickle people. Is that is are pickles a like love or hate thing? Like I love them. I, I feel like I can't is. imagine. Nick, where do you stand on pickles? You're down on yeah. yeah, yeah. This, listen, I'm excited for your excitement. They're just they're not for me. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm with your son Parker on this and and your wife. I I just don't like them. I've uh, tried them and I don't care. What about I see an opportunity here. What's that? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like, would you taste it, Nick? Or you? Oh, like... I'll taste anything. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Right. So pickles. Yeah. Can, we've learned that pickles can be very polarizing. Mm-hmm. However, if you add the right amount of flavors, they can convert people. And good taste, Preston, because that zesty sweet garlic that mm-hmm. was the flavor that got us in. 
business, and that is the flavor that continues to convert So people, people aren't aware that there are uh, a multitude of pickle flavors, and they just have possibly not been introduced to the right pickle. There you go. All yeah, right. and the zesty sweet garlic that we offer is very unique. It's got sweet. It's got tang. I always compare it, like the flavor profile, to sweet and sour chicken. It okay. just has a lot of complexity, and it might not be the typical pickle that most people are associated with. So I've collabed with Nikki and Mike, okay. and oh, we you. have Preston's Picks. Which is short for pickles, right? And uh, they're selling them now, and a portion of the proceeds are going to go to Camp Out for which oh, we nice. love. Nice. So we love. I don't make a penny from this, other than just having the honor of having my name on a jar <laughs> of pickles. Now, quit your yapping yeah. and let's get yeah. to sucking <laughs> on get, some pickles. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so we're going to hand these out. Yeah, and I'll tell you and, guys a little oh. bit about them too, because this one was inspired. Uh, Preston says he didn't do anything, but this was Preston's idea. He wanted mm. to use the zesty sweet garlic base, similar flavor profiles. But also add banana peppers to it for a little bit of a zesty hoagie style kick. Mm-hmm. So that's what yep. we've got here, and this really is Preston's creation. All right, all and right. Uh, I want you guys to go ahead right. and try. Which one do I try? The, the spear? They're, they're all the same. No, they're, they're all the same. It's in the same. I would I would do the spear. I think you get a better uh, oh idea God. for the crunchiness. I'm not kidding. I'm right. That's delicious. Right. I, and I'm a pickle guy. Aren't these phenomenal? Yeah. There's a little sweet to it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. And the zesty. Yeah. I we like. use apple cider vinegar. Rice wine vinegar, turmeric to warm it up. Obviously, wow. lots of garlic in there. So, like I said, this is truly the pickle for people who think that they don't like pickles because it's not typical. I'm looking at you now. Uh, <laughs> he took a bite and it's set aside. All right, all right. It's, it's, some people love pickles. Fair enough, fair enough. A for effort. I'm Thank proud you. of you. Do you not like uh, vinegar in general? Uh, I'm all right with it, I guess. But, like, to me, uh, pickles on a sandwich are like mayonnaise on a sandwich. It, it makes me sad to dislike them as much as you like them. Ugh. Because I, I see the joy in your face, and I just don't share it with you at By all. By the way, if you have this with, like, a, like a like a burger or something, or, you know, a, a, always, um, you know, remember Chops over here? Mm-hmm. They used to bring you a pickle plate. Yeah, they would have yeah. uh, pickled tomatoes, yeah, yeah. green tomatoes, and things like that. Do you guys ever branch out to stuff like that? We do, and yeah, you're going to see more of that coming into the winter. So as the far and I'm look, I heard all about avocado, avocado, mm. and I'm starting to brainstorm here. I'm wondering, you know, I, so you can pickle avocados. We, hey, why not try it? <laughs> uh, it? It's a beautiful thing to have fun in our pickle kitchen. I so. kid you not, the, the Preston. These are excellent pickles. Aren't they great? Uh, and um. And, and how do you get them again? Yeah, so these are available online today on our website, fishtownpickles.com. They will be popping up at select retailers in the next week or two as well. And we'll be running these. We're going to be making so many more through the whole Camp Out for Hunger campaign. Excellent. By the way, I noticed uh, something that Casey does when he eats his pickles. Oh, no, what? <laughs> he scrapes the seeds off with his teeth first. Oh. <laughs> yeah, not always. Um but like the first see, bite, see, look, yeah. you created a little boat there. Yeah, I like that. And then, and because uh, I like the crunch too. Okay. So when you do that, you get just crunch. By the way, pickles calorically are nominal. Nominal. You just right. have the sodium yeah. uh, uh, to worry about in there. But Case, what do you think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You like them? I approve. All right, very good. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're getting your vegetables in yeah. right and early in the morning, so accomplished. I went to the facilities and, and saw how they, they oh, make cool. them and everything and got to help out. What and you, I, I put the labels on a bunch of uh, the jars. So you call like a cheese monger. What, what do you call a pickle technician? A, a pickle prospector. Pickle prospector. There you yeah. go. All right. No, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. 
Pickle chef, I guess. Yeah, a pickle people. Pickle yeah. people. I, that's yeah. what we get called out in Fishtown all the time. Oh, you're the pickle, pickle people. people. I'm like, oh, okay. By the way, they got started by offering up uh, their pickles as favors at their wedding. Yes. <gasps> really? Yeah. They handed those out to people, to friends. They made a batch. Oh, my God, I love that. And, and then the people out. that worked the wedding were like, how do we get more? And we are like, oh, really? And then actually, coincidentally, Pickledelphia, which you guys have discussed here before, yeah. uh, was happening a couple months later and t- uh, being two crazy newlyweds, we signed up and then we had interest from brokers and retailers. We're like, okay. That's so, great. Yeah, but it wasn't until March of 2020 when Mike was uh, furloughed from his job that we we're like, all right, we are going to be pickled. You people turned now. it around. No, that's, <laughs> congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. We're having fun. So if people want to get these and, you know, portion of the proceeds goes to Camp Out for Hunger to help support that, wh- how, what's the best way to get Fishtown yep, so Pickles? Fishtownpickles.com. We just upped the stock uh, yesterday afternoon, so there's plenty up there. And you, then you follow ship? us. on. We do ship. Right. Yep. So order on our online store for ship. Follow me. Uh, follow us on Instagram or Facebook to see what retailers are picking it up. So we are wholesaling it, and we're also selling it at uh, farmers markets. We're blasting these babies, and we're excited to raise money for Phil Abundance. Love it. And these are the kind that they, like they'll come refrigerated, so they're not uh, quote unquote right. shelf stable. Shriveled pickles. So you the get better them. pickle. Yeah, Wait, they're yeah. better. I always do think they're better. What is the like? What's the difference? You, you want to know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's love. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. it is love. But shelf-stable pickles, they go through that canning process, and the heat application causes the crunch to kind of go away. And then you need to add some things to help retain the crunch or add more flavor because it's a cucumber, right? You wouldn't normally cook cucumber. So we've always, you know, in the very beginning, we felt some pressure to go shelf-stable, and then we said, why? Well, that's why, and I'll mention another big pickle product, Clausen's. When you see those, they're refrigerated, but yet you bite into that, you're like... This is crunchy, yeah. As opposed to the other ones that have been mm. sitting on the shelf and not in the refrigerated section, and that's why because they get heated up and they kind of get blanched, which is like lightly boiled, mm-hmm. and it softens them up a little bit. All right, okay. so then let me ask mm. you because I mean I, I do love a nice fresh pickle like this, a an artisan pickle. What are your thoughts on the Velastic Zesty Spears? Yeah, so I that used to be. I, I was never a picky pickle person. <laughs> I was similar to Steve, yeah. I guess, in saying that, like, I have a very nostalgic relationship to all pickles. I loved <laughs> them all, didn't hate on it. But you have memories of you and the pickle at the mall shop, mm-hmm. the whole thing. Oh, yeah. totally. I mean, I, I, Dad would ask for a snack, and I'd be like, "Here you go, Ritz cracker, Kraft cheese, pickle." Yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah. there it is, Dad. I made you something. Right. Um, but you know, now once you get the refrigerator pickles, there is literally no turning back. So I, we don't purchase. We personally, I'm not hating. We personally don't purchase uh, shelf stable pickles, but we're down for any and all refrigerator pickles. Love it, yeah. Um. So thank you, Nikki. And I Thank appreciate you. it. I'm excited uh, for people to try my pickles. Yeah. I want another one, please. I don't oh, want um, Nick's pickle to go to waste, so I will eat the rest uh, of your pickles. There you go. In the spirit yeah. right of, of, uh, of uh, the uh, the avocado. Yeah. Uh, I mean, me. this is a day I never thought we'd see. <laughs> I mean, Casey <laughs> eating Nick's pickle. No, just Nick not eating. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hang we on all, a second. I just don't like pickles. <laughs> That's me. What the hell was that? Hang on. So, I just don't like pickles. Kids in the hall. Do you remember that uh, episode? He, uh, you're just going to have to see. He just okay. starts like sucking on the pickle. And- <laughs> we stop and think about this. If people say, how do you get a number one morning radio show? Mm-hmm. 
do an avocado and pickle segment. That's what you do. Yeah. And yeah. that's what you do. It's all the rage. You look down the road and you see where the big trends yeah. are headed. And, and we you, saw the writing on the wall. And, and you jump on them. All roads leave to food, right? That's oh, right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, Nikki. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Preston. Thank Absolutely. you, Marissa. Thank you, everybody. Fishtown Pickle Project. And let me know if the seven... The Feast of the Seven the Pickles. The Feast of the Seven Pickles is happening again this year. Stay tuned. We'll be announcing info in the next month or so. Awesome. Ah, Excellent. Awesome. And, and there's supposed to be another Pickledelphia happening, and uh, I will be all over that. Because uh, that was a great event. We had a good time. Uh, Carter and I, of course, went. And um, so when that comes up, we'll be, we'll be ready to go again. Um, all right. With that. We have a mouthful of pickles. I know, I know. And now we've got we've done all food, and I don't have any other food things to follow up on that with. No? Uh, but we could take a you break. Want to talk about abortion? Come back. No. Oh, <laughs> no. Dear God. No. I mean, not really. Okay. But although, yeah. although, oh. demand for vasectomies has quadrupled in the United States following the overturn did of Did you Roe say v. drippled on purpose? No, I didn't. <laughs> did I say drippled? You said quadrupled. Quadrupled. <laughs> <laughs> Since the procedure, I'm quadrupling. <laughs> quadrupled. Close enough. <laughs> Semen. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Has quadrupled in yeah, the United can I talk States. To you for a minute? <laughs> Following the overturn of Roe v. Wade, uh, Google Trend data shows surgeries in interest in vasectomies in May and June, and the average patient undergoing the procedure is around 40 and already has children. Although some doctors are seeing more uh, outlier cases as well. So let me ask you, since uh, the you guys, um, when you had your procedures, yeah. has the technology or... Pres- it, this is a couple of years know. ago. Has yeah. it gotten any... I don't, I don't think, think it's gotten so. any better. I mean, they, yeah. it, 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 was, it was fine, right? You had no issues? Yep. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, mine was, uh, mine was pretty seamless. But my buddy, Steve, his... <laughs> His nuts swelled up to, he said, like a coconut. Really? To like that size. Wow. Did he take pictures? Uh, Dude. You know what? I think he did. Uh, did he? Yeah. He's yeah. listening. Uh, Send us a picture. Yeah. If, Steve, if you're listening, send, send us me a, a picture, picture of your, your coconuts. Your coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for the most part, yeah. yeah. A little a little uh, discomfort, but otherwise yeah, it was all done. easy. I thought it was real right. simple. And I, and I got knocked out for mine. I did right. not want to be aware of what was happening, even though I knew I wouldn't feel anything. Although you do feel a tugging, right? You feel, it's weird because it's it's in your, you know, nether regions, but right. like I felt the pressure in my stomach. Mm. Uh, yes. Uh, and, and I was warned about that because I was awake the whole time and, you know, we we're just having a conversation about the old my tank tattoo. And best way to a man's penis is through his stomach. It's through his stomach, yeah. Do they use a scalpel, do you know? Uh, I so. Yeah. Oh, I, I just or do they up, use uh, orthoscopic? Well, I, mean? just, I just looked up and it says that the procedure has evolved and that they are not using scalpels anymore. Well, if they use like what they did when I had the prostatectomy in, in 2014, the, the Da Vinci machine, I mean, they can do this precision yeah. sort of thing where it's, I mean, and the recuperation time is is, is just amazingly yeah. quick. Steve, you said something yesterday that, uh, I think it was yesterday, that, that threw me off a little bit. And it was that um, you no longer produce semen? Yes. But you still have your testicles. Yes. I now just produce Broadway musicals. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you I, didn't know that? No, no, I knew that. I knew that um, you had the prostatectomy, and I knew about the Broadway musicals. They, they took out the seminal, what they call the seminal vesicles, I believe is what's referred to, the the, the, uh, the semen producers. I see. So yeah. I knew that there was no fluid. Yeah. Right. But I knew, the... I, knew, I knew about the musicals. <laughs> so now I produce Broadway musicals. <laughs> Uh, what happens is that I so I, I do feel 
Uh, in other words, uh, sensations. The same. I'm on the pitcher's mound, right? And I feel everything, right? Uh, but it, there's no uh, no fuss, no muss. Wait, you, so you it... throw the pitch, but there's no ball, right? Exactly. Right. Is it weird? Initially, it is, but now it's the new norm. Okay, it's all the rage that they're born. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it, and it's so guys who are afraid about uh, prostatectomies or things of that nature. No, you you, it's what is referred to as a dry orgasm. I thought the um the uh, <laughs> snip was fine. Yeah, it was, it was it was seamless, you know, and you're you're done, you're in and out, and, you're, and you like, you are producing a a a a, a, a substance. Yeah, yes. and, and I figured it's like not you know some guys bear. like doing it before uh, March Madness or whatever, right. you know, and they they'd like taking a few days off. But uh, to me, it was just like a day or two of recovery, and then you're just sort of back to normal. You have to yep. be careful, of course, because that's right. You all had them. Yeah, you yeah. can still fire missiles, but uh, you just got to be careful in the in the meantime. R- right. Okay. The, the the pattern. Yes. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Steve produces Broadway musicals. Right. Uh, and, and I successfully segued uh, from our abortion chat. Yeah, yeah. So, into yeah. pickles. There's a suggestion yeah. from pickles to abortion. Uh, we kind of took a, a bridge uh, to get to vasectomies. Yeah. All right, I think we need to take a break. Yeah. Uh, a reminder to that today is Tattoo Day. We have your chance to win a Preston and Steve show-themed tattoo uh, from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. So text the word tattoo to 39333, and you just might win before the end of the program. I am going to give away uh, the last pair of passes for a screening of Black Adam tonight with uh, Dwayne Johnson. Uh, so we'll take call number 7 at 215-263-WMMR, and it will uh, be showing tonight at 7. Uh, it'll be the Regal UA King of Prussia, and it is going to be out in theaters October 21st. So, yeah, we'll take call number seven. You'll be able to go to the movie tonight. 215-263-WMMR. We'll be back in a moment. Don't forget you who Loot coming up again a little bit over an hour from now. We want you to win that money, so stay with us. Cue the jingle. There it is. It's Kathy Romano, and I've revealed my 2022 Kathy's Fall Activities List. Ten brand new ideas to get you into sweater weather mood. Find the list, which includes helpful tips and coupon codes for all you fall activity fanatics. Posted now on PrestonandSteve.com. We have an announcement coming up in Music News, an event that's coming to Philadelphia, so we'll reveal those details a little bit later on when we get to that. Uh, you Who Loot is on the way in less than an hour as well. Ten o'clock, your next shot at winning $1,000. Um, I made an observation last night. This might be a stupid thing and go nowhere, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. You knew that if you needed answers about anything, you turned to us. I turned to you yeah. guys. No, so we went to, number one, we went to the hardware store uh, last the night. Hardware store? Hardware store. Uh, to, to get a couple things. <laughs> but here, this is aside from this point. All right. But, Kathy, I did not know this now, and you're all about laundry. Yeah. So uh, I didn't know that they make... Uh, uh, washing and drying machines all in one, like in the same, mm-hmm. like you never oh. take the clothes out. I didn't know that either. They wash and then they get done with the wash cycle. Then they dry. In whoa, whoa, that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I didn't know that. Rochelle knew that. Roll like, it back, cowboy. What are like, you telling me here? I was like, woman, you are out. Your <laughs> woman. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't shut know. up, woman. <laughs> I mean, if you need the space, I understand that, but... Uh, well, yeah, I, that's a, a that's a great space saver. I know, yeah. but I then you can't do you can't dry while you're washing. It doesn't you know, matter. Yeah, it's all one cycle. I, I know. Well, okay. Well, how long does that cycle take? A, over two and a half hours. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, first yeah, you but, start spotting. Think think about it though. From from one load, 
one one load of laundry. Mm-hmm. It still has to go through the washing and then the drying process. But you can't wash while you're drying. It doesn't matter. You, you are, it still would end up to be the same amount of time. It, no, well, maybe. Yeah, for to, for the whole cycle, for everything to be washed and dried, it would I still guess, take the same amount of time. Or, but at the but at the end, then maybe you'd be saving. Maybe a little bit hour. of time at the end. Wait a second I, I here. Okay, so I, I, I'm still. Well, on, well you guys are breaking this. down the think, laws wait, of to, physics yeah. here. My mind's still blown by math. a washer yeah. that dries as well. Yeah. So when it says here, front load washer and electric dryer combo. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you're getting two separate units. One unit does both. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I, you know, do you ever live in an apartment where they had the stackable ones? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which we're actually looking at. The washing machine below and the dryer above. Because now they have full full capacity ones. Yeah. yeah. That are great. It's not that. You you magically never take the clothes out and 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 <laughs> they're folded. You take the entire like uh, all of the um, dishwashing, not dishwashing the the, cl- the, the... You can put your dishes in there? The detergent. No, you don't put your, your dishes silverware, in there. Probably. You put the detergent, you pour the entire jug in this thing and it will administer it. I like that. Automatically. I like so that. So you don't have that, that, that soap covered cap and B- yeah. BS. Yes. What were you talking in there? Greatest day of my life. I've had the best pickle ever and I've learned about this. <laughs> It's driving me nuts to not figure out Casey's question, but oh, I think I figured. Time. I think oh, I figured it you did out. Matt, did you carry the two? I think Casey is correct. You would, it dep- you, you would be, uh, you wouldn't be saving time. It, it would take you longer. It would take you about an hour longer. Say, say both cycles were an hour, right? Mm-hmm. It would take you longer to do it this way. Wait, you are saving no. about an hour. Hang on, the other way. Hold on, wait. No? You, you you have an hour to wash, right? And then you move it over to the dryer. And you have an hour to dry. Let's, right. let's say that that's two hours. Right. That's two hours. That's where I'm at. With okay. You. So okay. you're still each load is going to take two hours. Can I? I, 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 I can fix you. I can multiple fix this loads is what we're talking about. You're talking about multiple loads. Yes. It would still take the same amount yeah. of time whether you had the single unit or two separate units for one load. But well, in the end, know, you would be saving an hour because you have one, one would be load. washing and one would at be the same time. one would be drying at the same right. time. But you can't I dry gotcha. something you haven't washed. But Kathy, it would remove that whole annoying. Taking the wet clothes out, oh, yeah. moving them over to the I dryer. I like that, though. You know how it wrinkles your beautiful hands? I, I was just, th- that whole, I needed to figure that out. It was bothering me so right. much. I needed to figure out well, uh, the time constraint with it. Then you buy two of these. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying, listen. Now you're, now you're not saving space. Yeah, yeah now you're not saving space right? or money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, we have enough space. Yeah. It's but the I, size of a regular, you know, yeah. full-size uh, unit. I do like the idea of just dumping all of the detergent, and then the, the washer itself mm-hmm. picks out how much to put what in What about there. you just leave, what about one that held all of your clothing, right, so that you just say, I want to wear this shirt, you punch it in, it washes it and dries it, and it pops out for you. That would be like an automatic. Did you yeah. buy it? No, we were just looking at them. Oh, you're just. We at we don't okay. need one right now, but she blew my mind with the fact that those things even existed. I didn't know. Oh, shut up, woman! <laughs> oh my god. Um, so, <laughs> uh, no, this is actually because we we have a our, our man. What a rocking show today! Avocados, yeah, pickles, and what? I'll tell you this. Though, <laughs> Great, I'm all in. I will. Okay, this is the greatest day ever for Kathy. We have we have a mud room, and we're trying to figure out how to maximize space in that. Something oh. like this actually would be a godsend. Uh, somebody pointed out that, and and so where we air regularly is you'll throw a load in the washing machine. Uh, it'll be the last load of the night, and you forget to put it over uh, in the dryer, yeah. and it stays overnight, maybe even longer, and then you got to rewash yeah, it. What's that, that mom joke? Uh, what's that mom joke? It has to do with like laundry and and your mom. The 
I don't know mom jokes. Uh, there was an old Herman Ain't Dave. No, no, it's a, you know something about taking a load in the. Why? Oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> oh, shut up, woman. Wow. <laughs> this is... Oh, shut up, woman. You know that joke ladies? about mom taking a load? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Between yesterday and the pelvic floor oh, and today. By the way, Bill West and Rob the pelvic floor he uh, discussion. Yeah, he really did. Um, so I have to give a plug because uh, my show, Her Story on Ben FM that airs Sunday mornings, mm-hmm. I actually interviewed a woman. We focus on like influential women yeah. in the area who are doing different things. This I spoke to this woman who started uh, less in the loads and she basically comes will come to your house and do your laundry for you or take it out of the house I'll spend 10 minutes with your husband <laughs> do the laundry for I'll you that load. they organize um your drawers really? your closets they do the Marie Kondo fold oh, so everything wow. is like nice and neat Marie uh, Kondo fold yeah it's like a it's like a very tight fold okay. um in the drawers and uh yeah so so if are, you, are you are you are you going to try it well so i fold my drawers like that anyway so it, it's well, not she, she'll char- fold your bloomers she folds everything. Okay. She does. She matches the socks. Oh my um, god! And they charge per pound of yeah. laundry. And it wasn't. I, she gave the price. I forget what it was, but it wasn't astronomical. And they're like all over the area. So are they all over? Because my yeah, actually, my wife and I, a couple of weeks ago, had tossed around the idea of buying a laundromat and creating this bougie laundry service for people. Well, that's what I said to her. It's it's sort of like, uh, you know, you used to take it to the laundromat or even the dry cleaner. Sometimes yeah. they, they would, would fold it. It's like it the modern day yeah. case. That's exactly what she does. She she will They'll go to the people's house. They'll pick it up. If you're comfortable with them doing it in your house, they'll go into your house, use your laundry. I mean, mm-hmm. use your uh, detergent. Did you know that uh, laundromats are sometimes fronts for the mafia? Yes. Because of the, the, uh, <laughs> the, all the cash that's involved. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hated going to laundromats when, like when in college and stuff. It just seemed like such a dream. There are bars here with the laundry. <laughs> I like doing, no, I like doing laundry. I hate leaving the laundry in the, the washing machine for extended periods of time when it's finished. So I like the concept of this machine. I don't think I'm buying in on it, though. Nick, some of my, though, some of my favorite memories when, when uh, Claire and I got married first, we had the laundromat we went to, one of our favorite Takeout places was across the street, mm. and I. Actually oh, so you really, do it and then go have takeout, right? Yeah, That's nice. Really, really good memories. If you find a good one, not you know, ask immediately when you go in. Is this place owned by the mafia right. <laughs> or not? Yeah. Um, Nick, uh, so the top lo- front loaders and and top loaders, like you know, they came up with the the front loader that was also to save space because you could stack them and right. all of that. I don't. I have that. I don't think it gets as clean as the top loader. So something like this, that's mm-hmm. what I would be worried about. Um, by the way, I haven't even talked about the thing I wanted. To talk about. Oh yeah, yeah. I just brought this up about as a the side. You blew our minds uh, with the washer dryer. I'm going to go to Nick, who had one of these things. Hey, Nick. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Gadzooks guys. Hey, Gadzooks. All right, so you have one of these units that both washes and dries without ever taking the clothes out. Correct, and we got rid of it because it was awful. Uh-huh. Casey's 100 percent right. It it took so long because if you have to do one load of laundry, yeah, you're fine. It takes the same amount of time. The moment you have to do two loads of laundry, you're waiting for the whole cycle to finish before you start it over again. And it didn't do either one well. Drying, it does this weird, like, condensation drying thing. doesn't actually get hot. And, like, I would take out my pants from the dryer, well, the dryer setting, and they would be like noodles. They'd be all wrapped up, all wrinkly. We couldn't wait to get rid of it and buy one of the stuff. Uh-huh. So you're, you're saying the sheer process of having it go through the washer and then pulling it out a little bit and just... Opening it up a little bit and putting it into the dryer makes that much of a difference. Yeah. Well, it's the way it's drying. I don't know if it was that. It just without without the heat of the dryer. Yeah. Because it does like this weird condensation drying thing. It it never fluffed up and 
and gunk. Oh, I misunderstood. Okay, yeah. so it's not really using an intense heat source to dry the clothing. Right. At least not the one that we had. Now, if, if the one that we had dispensed, um, you know, detergent on its own, that might have been a reason to, to keep it. But this but, is yeah, what I was talking about, Nick. Like, the, right, you know, thanks, they make Nick. these advancements, but like he's yeah. saying, it didn't work as well. And that's how I feel about the front loaders. So it's it's also how I felt about um, <laughs> the idea of the idea of a recliner that it's like a that wash clothing. No, no. A, an electric recliner, you yeah. know, where you hit a button and then the, the recliner goes up. I, and you're like, goes. The, it, I, I got one long. and it takes too long. Yeah. Right. Especially right. when I need to relax right now. No, no, I, I, it's I, it's when I want to get up. It's when I want to when I'm done reclining. I just want to get up, and I'm like, Ooh. I have a one that I have oh, one no, that, the, the, like the, that the the more the if you push it in, push it in hard. If you it speeds it up. Still not fast yeah, enough. My, it's fast enough for me, man. Yeah, it's I'm not ready f- to go. You know, I keep my shoes on in case the deer gets to the house. I don't find it. I can't, I don't see how it could be fast enough for you because you're you're like you know always on the Johnny go. on the spot. Yeah, yeah. Huh, mm-hmm. That's surprising. Um, hang on a second. Let me go to somebody else. Cat, I'm the man lo- with the plan. Cat loves her uh, uh, right. version of this. Hi, Cat. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Cat. <laughs> All right. So you have one of these as well. We do, and I'll tell you, it's not for everybody. We've had it for five years. The reason that we got it was because we learned um, that our dryer was venting into the space above our garage. You don't want that. And our laundry room is set back far enough from the outside of the house that it can't push the lint and all that stuff out outside of the house. So we were using one of those lint boxes, and that sucked. And we did some research, and we found this LG one. It's huge, but it isn't for everyone. I put a load in in the morning, turn it on. When I get home, it has washed and dried, and then I'll fluff it for about an hour and a half, and then we we fold it, take it out, and then the other load goes in. So we are a family of five. We do laundry every single day. So two loads and a fluff in between. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the same same method in porn. Yeah. (laughs) Two loads and a fluff. I mean, you guys had to. Thanks, Cat. We We were talking about laundry way too long. I get it. A number of other people are texting in saying it just doesn't dry very well. The the units that they've had. Sometimes, obviously, that's the benefit of having proprietary Mm. equipment in porn. Just one more thing I want to get out there. Uh, The fold that I was talking about, Preston, when you fold your shirts or anything that goes in a drawer, do you stack them up one on top of each other? I don't. I hang all of mine because I don't like like that. Uh, I never have uh, sifting through shirts and and then you you mess them up, right? So that's so the, I never I quit doing that in the in the uh, in the drawers. So that's the folds. <clears throat> um, I, I have actually have pictures because I was Show exchanging me. with a friend of mine. So they actually get they get folded uh, a little more compact, but then you put them vertically so you yes. can see each shirt. And when you take one out, you're not messing up the whole stack of shirts. If I've seen if that I'm, method, that's a really good method. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so here here's my my thing. Say I'm at a, at a uh, very um, high intensity. Conference and my f- my yeah, okay. incredible Hulk shirt is wrinkled. Right. Yeah, it just it doesn't send a good message. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Everybody kind of looks at you and like they don't trust you. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Th- so those are my pants. Sorry, Steve. Okay. The the picture's yeah, moving. Right. Those are my pants, but yeah. I, I do t-shirts like that as well. Uh, see, I I, I have mostly t-shirts, yeah. and stuff like that. So I don't. Uh, my stuff is is um, I can, I maintain my drawers quite nicely. Thank you, Steve. Why do you think Preston went to the hardware store yesterday? 
<laughs> oh, okay. Oh, well, was that it? it was, no, that wasn't it. It was to get a ceiling fan, actually, a whole different thing. You guys want to talk about ceiling fans for a while? <laughs> yes. We talked about avocados, pickles, and washer-dryer combos. No, but why not? I realized... Let's talk about arthritis and... Uh... <laughs> I realized something that I did at the hardware store, and uh, and I was curious if, uh, if you guys do this or anybody listening does... Um, so the, they now have the snow blowers out. Okay. So that's a sign. <laughs> and Christmas decorations. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's a sign, obviously, when they put things out in the hardware store about, you know, the seasons coming up because then, uh, you know, uh, eight months from now, it'll be, uh, lawn tractors and lawn yeah. mowers and things like that. That'll be out front. Yes. Ready to go. Right. And I realized that when I go to the hardware store, especially if it's with someone else who's doing the shopping and I'm just coming along as a companion, whatever, you know, right. um, is that, uh, I will play with things. Uh, while I'm at the hardware store. <laughs> so play how? <laughs> like, I went over to the snowblowers. Yeah. And I'm like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm squeezing the handles. I'm moving the gears around. Right. I have no interest in buying a snowblower. But I went over there and started tinkering with it. And I realized... That uh, the I do the same thing with the lawnmowers too, and the grills. How often do you get on the lawn tractors? Oh, every time. Any time. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah that's same. what I mean to yeah. go sit on those. And when I was a kid. That was a playground oh, for yeah. me. Like, my parents would go shop, and I would go play on the lawnmowers. Yeah. Don't yeah. you guys remember Jace's second birthday? We had a lawnmower birthday party. No. And I had um, our friend, or our landscaper, bring over all his riding mowers, and we set them up, and the kids were, like, sitting on them and playing on them. That's great. Yeah. We used to, <laughs> wild. my dad would give rides on the uh, on the, the riding lawnmower when I was a kid. <laughs> so it, was, it became like a playground. Totally. The, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, when Ben was was little, we would take him over to a big big box store or whatever, and we would go up and down the refrigerator aisle, and he would open every door, yeah. and he would say, "Cool blast, cool blast, cool blast." <laughs> when my dad was at the massage parlor, I would run up and down the uh, door yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. and play with the hot right. towels, the oils, yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, different. But, yeah. Uh, and another one I realized that I would play with if there was a a store, and sometimes there were hardware stores that had uh, like large area rugs. And you know that are hanging. Oh yes, down. yeah. Hanging oh. up in that gigantic thing. You can yeah. hide in there. We yeah. go hide in yeah. there. <laughs> and we go get inside of those well, things. And now right. you're moving into real. T- so the terror. Obviously, one of the the great things as a kid was the. Um, the shirt rack or, or pants rack that was circular. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, okay. yeah. I had one in my yeah. room my, when Strawberries and Clothier went out of business. My because in my old house uh, the, we didn't have a closet where yeah. in my room, and so that I had that as my closet essentially. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but yeah, I was curious if, if yeah, if you guys played with stuff. Uh, when you go to stores like that. And, yeah, I, I mean, mean, especially riding lawnmowers. I've been pining for a riding lawnmower for a long time, dude. So I just got my son. He started uh, mowing the lawn this year. Yeah. <laughs> and already he's like, hey, Dad, what do you think for Christmas <laughs> if we just pull our Christmas gifts together and we get a riding lawnmower? I'm like, you mow the lawn two times and already you want a, a riding lawnmower. I'm like, that's a great idea. Well, I but, think this is actually yeah. the year where I, I am going to um, uh, sw- sw- you know, switch out my snowblower. Oh, uh, because of this one is is it's Why don't it, it they gets have... job done, but it's it's teetering. Yeah, and I think I might give it to my neighbor. This one to my neighbor who has a, a smaller area yeah. to do and, and get a new one. So. Why don't they have riding snowblowers? Ooh. They do. Ooh. They do. You can put um some you can put a, like a, a shovel on the front of a tractor. You can. Yes. There, there, yeah. one, there are ones that where you can actually it's, in case it's like the stand up lawnmower mm. where you stand on the back and it will. It, they it, have them here. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's a blower? It's a snowblower. Yeah. Yeah. 
In the in the uh, well, in the winter when it snows, I've seen them. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all season? It gets yeah. snowbar. I was gonna say I saw them in the parking lot, but uh, and then I, you know, got in that sentence. I uh, I have an electric lawnmower, Casey, and and I love it because I never have to worry about the gas tank. Yeah, it's it's so much easier to. And I have the um, I can convert the battery from the mower to the leaf blower. It's seamless, and there's like no oil changes, any of that nonsense. So I, my my. Uh, Lawnmower and leaf blower and weed whacker all run on the same battery. Yeah, that's and, great. And the weed whacker and the blower. Do you have the iWorks or are, what do you have? No, it's Ryobi. Ryobi. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, and, the iWorks. Yeah, the uh, the leaf blower and the weed whacker are on the same uh, pole. Right. You just, okay. you just take it. Oh, it's right. so great. That's cool. So, right. Yeah, I you don't have to worry about oil, gas, <laughs> none of that stuff. If you go into my garage, it looks like that's where the transformers live because there's so <laughs> I have so many battery packs lined up, but they're all they're cool. Yep. Somebody had texted in and said, "Oh, Preston, your parents—they were you guys were those people <laughs> at the store when I was a kid." Because yeah. I and I had—I was a nightmare. I had to have driven the uh, the workers there, the service yeah. people. Somebody who actually worked in that home and garden department must have been driven crazy by me jumping from tractor to tractor and. <laughs> Changing all the settings and doing all that stuff, but I realize that yeah, I do that with. We grass. have an, a lost adult man <laughs> who's looking for his wife. A lost adult man, and Dude. what is your name, son? He says his name is Preston. <laughs> I used to, it used to be a regular for them to use the intercom to, to, sure, yeah. to get my parents. We have a lost little boy at the front here. He's wearing a green dress. No, oh, that was seri- yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. That was before they would lock the doors in the store and not let anybody leave. Right, right. right. They would just call up. Can someone please get this child? This kid. And Even this kid away. You, uh, he's not your son. Yeah. He, he looks kind of toned. Yeah. <laughs> that was a regular thing for my parents to hear. Yes, you were advertising a young boy. Being <laughs> mentioned over the intercom. All right. Well, I didn't think that would really go anywhere, but I thought I would mention it. But... Well, no, I think it's very, it's, it's a little walk down memory lane. And in a hardware in a store. hardware store. Was it a big box one or did you go to a... Uh... It was a Lowe's. Okay. All yeah. Right. It was a big I mean, they, you they saw have, this incredible combo thing. Yeah, the best selections for, you know, if you want to get like a <laughs> you know I ceiling go fan or whatever. They're great. Lowe's, uh, Home Depot, and, and also True Value. Yeah. Yeah. But you I needed the ceiling fan, so I wasn't going to the local, smaller, no. uh, more convenient. You went to the Fanatarium. Hardware store. Do it best. Uh, do it best. It's, in the, it's a great place. It's in Ween. Hardware. That's Hardware. What, oh, that's what it's called. I thought yeah. that was like a slogan for something. Eat it it's raw. A, no, it's a sushi place next door. If you want great customer service, do it best. <laughs> And then when you want sushi, eat it raw. Eat it no, raw. you got to make that. You got to rhyme that. Uh, you want best, great customer service. Into the rest. <laughs> now go to do it best. Right. Yeah. That might be better. I do jingles. Uh, wait. There was another thing I was going to mention. If from... you liked our service, oh. tell a friend. If you didn't like our service, shut up. We actually, and and also last night we kind of uh, threw a couple of the workers there for a bit of a loop uh, at Lowe's because uh, while we were there, we were going to pick up a couple things, and Rochelle wanted. To, we needed some band-aids. Band-aids in a hardware store? I know. And so she oh, asked. Yeah. And so so she asked one of the associates, you know, uh, do you have any band-aids? And they were like, ooh, a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Because they know where everything, everything is. Yeah. They, know, they can tell, you know, aisle 14B, it's yeah, right yeah. down the left-hand side. But they were like, ooh, band-aids. Hmm. Where, okay. Well, they might be. Are you with, married? They, <laughs> <laughs> they did have one box of band-aids. Just one? Yeah. yeah. And was it, it where, the last like, one? First aid kit. Here you go. <laughs> it yeah. was over by where, like, uh, you know, masks and, and first aid kits and tapes. Enemas. And like that word, enemas. <laughs> Where are your enemas? But it wasn't the exact kind of band-aids that we needed. But uh, I thought it was kind of but fun. But it's the band-aids you 
it's not the band-aids like the Dark Knight. Yeah. Not yeah. the hero we... Uh, but I, I, I thought it was kind of fun that we intrigued the yeah. workers there mm. by asking for band-aids. Did you ask for a menstrual cup? I probably should have. Oh, my God. I... What? Okay. I had a Kathy's conversation in. in the middle of Target yesterday with this woman. She was on like uh, on an earpiece, you yeah. know, uh, her earbuds talking to somebody. And she's like, I'm sorry. I am just not into these organic tampons. I'm not getting them. And so I turned to her and I was like, because that's what I was buying. And I go, why I go, Why don't you like them? I'm sorry to, to jump in. She's like, oh, no, honey. And she explains yeah. the whole situation. I'll, I'll leave that out for you guys. In the middle of Target, by the way, <laughs> talking about leakage and things like that. And then she goes, you know, I want to try the cup. And I was like, oh. Oh, okay. Well, listen, girlfriend. So I, I gave her my view on the cup and how it didn't work, but that there are tons of women that it does work for in the middle of Target, and then looked at the end of the aisle, and there were like three other people. Like you could tell, they were like listening to oh our God. conversation. Oh my God. I don't know if they Ladies, were intrigued. Let's they also go for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's go, girls. <laughs> in the middle of Target, and I was like, "Oh, well, it's nice meeting you. Good luck with your table." Goodbye. Cup. I'm Goodbye. gonna call you my MCs, my menstrual cup friends. <laughs> Are you bleeding, girls? <laughs> I thought you were going to say you had a discussion with the manufacturer because we had talked about making Preston and Steve, yeah, menstrual cups. Yeah, it, it can happen. I'm, I'm still looking. Okay. I, I want to make this happen. Oh, my God. That'd be why, great. Why not? That Listen, for great. people, who, for the women who swear by them and, and are big fans, that might be a kind of a wonderful I mean, thing. I know? wish I was one of them. I'm just not. But you like pickles? I need organic tampons. <laughs> by the way, uh, in uh, new advice, the North American Menopause Society. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, says women should aim to consume a diet high in salmon, eggs, and vegetables instead of turning to comfort food like candy, chocolate, well, and carry out in order to keep your menstrual pain down. Well, dude, I sh- th- th- oh. I love salmon and salad. That's why I never get menstrual cramps. <laughs> That's why yeah. your cramps have subsided yes. over the years. Um, I can tell a significant difference if I start to cramp up a little bit, yeah. and I eat anything with sugar in it, even fruit. Um, I, I feel it, it gets more intense, like almost immediately. It makes really? it, yep, it absolutely <laughs> makes it worse. Huh. Uh, so it's because, uh, they're filled with, um, uh, healthy fats and, or the, the good stuff I had mentioned are filled with healthy fats and antioxidants that reduce inflammation. Uh-huh. Uh, the body's immune system responds to an irritant, uh, before a period starts, uh, the cells that form the lining of the uterus begin to break down and release large amounts of inflammatory, uh, Prostoglandins. Yeah, yeah. He, he was on Little House on the Prairie. Prost- no, that's Michael Landon. Landon. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Prostoglandins. Landon. I think maybe that was his his actual name. His stage name yeah, was Michael, Michael Landon. Landon. Okay, you can't go on there with that. Uh, <laughs> is it Prostoglandin or Prostoglandin? Prostoglandin. Prostoglandin. Yeah, Landon. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These chemicals uh, constrict the blood vessels in the uterus and make the muscle layer contract, causing painful cramps. Well, they can be, like, super painful. Oh, yeah. Well, I've seen Michelle have, go through serious pain. Yeah. Yep. Have you ever been, I mean, like, doubled over? Is oh, it, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, the, the plumbing that you have to deal with is, mm-hmm. is um, my heart goes out to you. Yeah. Is it, obviously, it's not the same as, as a stomach cramp. It's lower than that, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. It's near your vagina. <laughs> Uh, be in the general vicinity of yeah, probably your where, vagina. Where your vagina is. Right. In that general area. Now, you know the difference between a stomach cramp and 
Yeah. Menstrual cycle cramping. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> can you get sick? Can, can you get, like, throw-up type feelings? When I've you never, ha- I don't know. I mean, I've never gotten that. But, I mean, I've gotten where I have to lay down and, and get in bed or else. Uh, Let me okay. ask you something, and I've noticed this. And, uh, um, some women do not ex- really experience much at all, and sometimes they will... Michelle's is severe. Sort of, it's not, they'll not kind of humble brag or, what, I don't get it at all. And like, I've seen cramps? around people who do get it bad, like, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, good, good for you. Yeah, good for you. Good for you, lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rochelle still gets them? Yeah. Yeah. She's been tested and tested and retested and they've tried to find out what's going on. They can't. She's just always had a problem. It's terrible. Yeah, it's horrible. Like, th- mine have subsided a little bit in that I don't get them every month. I still get the bad cramps, but it's not every single month like it was when I was younger. Do you have the cravings? Do you have the, the chocolate, salty? You know what? Yeah, I, I definitely have cravings, but um, since I've been eat, trying to eat healthier I've this past month, I like the cravings almost like skipped over. There was a, a little bit, but Done. not much. So I think it also is like if you just give in, you What's know. What's a weird craving that you get? <laughs> Cardboard. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly what it is because as soon as I crave it and I start doing it, I'm like, oh, this is what's oh, happening. <laughs> <laughs> Banana, peanut butter, and whipped cream. Wow. <laughs> All together? Yes. Those are good. That sounds yeah. delicious. Okay. Casey, I told my friend Watch once. Me eat this. <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> Yeah, that's all sexy stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Actually, right? Nuts, creamy <laughs> banana. <laughs> she was like, What the hell is wrong with you? Give me a few tacos, too. I swing that way. Wait a minute. So when you will have your uh, banana peanut butter and, and yeah. you cut it banana into slices oh, and put a dollop of peanut butter on it and then a little, little whipped cream, uh, cream on top, you make it in little beautiful little treats. Yeah. Okay. Adorable little treats. And <laughs> I like if, that. listen, you can also, if you don't um, have whipped cream, you can put just like one little chocolate chip on there. <laughs> okay. One? Uh, on each little um, spray. slice case. Yeah. I think we need to uh, I think we that? Need to have that. I think we need to have something. Yeah, we could call it, uh, you know, Kathy's Menzies. Fancy uh, <laughs> treat. We'll Menzie just keep, treat. It, keep it in a glass case on the wall. Kathy's, in case of period, break glass. Would you like, like a Menzie treat? I do feel like such a, like, <laughs> fat person doing doing that. Like, uh, I'm like, okay, come on. Did you really need all of this in one sitting? Listen, you got to well, go. the banana's not bad. No, it's not. I know. That's like, where, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sure. It's the $70 of cream. That, <laughs> yeah, the whipped cream and the peanut and butter. And Elvis loves peanut butter and bananas. I, will t- I don't know why this, this is really, it's almost like the stream of consciousness to her. But, yeah. But uh, for, like, a nice treat, it, it, um, <laughs> the ready whip in the can, the yeah. chocolate. Have you ever had the chocolate no. cream? It's like a little mini pudding. It's like one calorie. Yeah. In, in a spoon. Right. Boom. But you know what? Right, so guy works down the hall. Uh, he says uh, he'll get like. Down the hall, Pete? <laughs> no, it's down, down the hall, Eric. Okay. Because um, uh, Eric actually lost a lot of weight. He, I've only known him as like a thinner guy, but he used to be pretty big. And he said um, Cool Whip, he would f- put Cool Whip in the freezer yeah. and, and eat that as if it was like ice cream. It's and I tried it. Bad. It's not bad. No, I don't normally it's like, not, it's not like yeah, ice cream. I don't like regular Cool Whip, but yeah. like frozen Cool Whip is good. I'm fine with Cool Whip. Yeah. Well, you know what I do as a little treat? Um, frozen grapes. Yep, those are good that's too. That's Doctor Mike. Doctor Mike freezes yeah. blueberries. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, they taste a little bit. It seems a little more like a treat than yeah. you're eating fruit. 
Uh, by the way, going back to uh, menstrual uh, uh, cramps and so I on. I don't eat that. No, I have a question about this, Kathy. It says caffeine. You should also stay away from coffee. Yeah. Ooh. But can... that can help. That can make it worse. Yeah, but I would it, agree it, with that. It also. makes your BMs easier, doesn't it? Stop it. I feel like I've shared should. way too much in this segment. No, right. it's all right. Uh, We're not on there. How about <laughs> yeah? yeah. We're good. Just, if just whisper. Anyone who was listening is stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Totally fine. So I think they, I think they ducked out on the washer dryer combo and wanted to see what was happening on NPR. Yeah. So Kathy, you should stay away from the peanut butter and, uh, oh, and, that too. and whipped cream because uh, the the sugar is going to yeah. make it worse. Well, Preston so- Steve today he talked about pickles and avocados and washer dryer combos and periods. Preston, that's sort of two different. That's two different things. The cravings for me come prior to the uh, cramping. So when you're in the throes right. of it. So the day of the like the day of the cramping when that starts like I can't I can't eat. Um, so it's more so right then when it's happening. When this it's will happening. contribute to worse. Okay. But I wonder if I wonder if maybe that's what brings on the bad cramping. Is it that might, prior to it I'm, might lead into it? Yeah. You know, here's it's you, quite possible. You have this craving, you have it, and then the end result is the cramping that happens after. Yeah, that. I bet you it is. So. No more banana, peanut butter, and whipped cream. I no. want to bring in Menzi treats this <laughs> week. I'll make them. Meatballs. <laughs> I'll make them. Really? Yeah, I want to try. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Can you do the Cool Whip thing, too? Because that sounds good. What, Frozen, frozen cool, whip? cool Whip? Yeah, yeah. I still have in the freezer here the Heavenly Hash that you brought me. Oh, really? No, like, no, yes. No. I keep... It's inconvenient to Wait, do this. I keep forgetting about I, it. I that has for, to have freezer burn at this point, doesn't it? I don't well, let's it, try it. I don't know. We'll see. I've been meaning to bring this up um, for a month, and I apologize. Uh, that was made by our friends at Mary Mead Farms. They want to do a campout flavor. Oh. And, and bring some down for campouts. Oh. So, um, so Preston can eat all of it? <laughs> yes. No, no, no. Just, just put your thinking caps on, and it, it can be like sort of campout. Um, like peas. What's that? Like peas ice cream? Peas like, ice cream. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like no. cans of peas. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, like something that might be charitable-minded or or the 25th anniversary, like silver anniversary, whatever. Anyway, think about ice creams. And silver what, is the chocolate anniversary. Might have, right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it could have nothing to do with Camp Out. They want right. to do a PNS flavor no, I love Camp it. Out for 25th. I love Mary Mead. Yeah. All right. Uh, interesting. All right, we we do need to take a break. Uh, sorry, I went all over the road on this particular one. Uh, it was but fun. We'll come back in a second. We'll get to the B file, and uh, we have a chance to win with you who loot. Yes, we, we do. A thousand dollars for you sticking around. Hopefully, you'll be able to grab that. And I've been told that uh, Preston's pickles are sold out. What? what? Kicks, yeah. Uh, but you'll have and to that, check. And so the percentage of all that is going to the Camp Out for Camp Hunger. Camp Out for Hunger, so Fishtown Pickle Project. So uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. Stay with us. Wait, what's they? Where was that place Preston and Steve said that guy did that thing that one time? Uh, don't bother your friends. If you missed something on the Preston and Steve show, the daily podcast and the YouTube stream are posted on PrestonandSteve.com every day after the show for just such occasions. It's always there and always free. That is until the internet breaks and we've got bigger problems. We are less than seven minutes away from you who loot, but first we will do this. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Finally. All right, brought to you by Liberty Saves of New Jersey. Hurry in now to Liberty Saves of New Jersey for big fall savings. Visit Liberty Saves of New Jersey and Mount Laurel and Bordentown. And you can find them on Facebook or you can go to LibertySavesNJ.com. A woman has stumbled across what many believe to be a whale's penis that had washed ashore. A dork. Uh, Yeah, a dork. Actually, that's... Mm -hmm. 
the technical name for a whale penis. Uh, I'm going to be busy tonight. <laughs> uh, the large grayish object was found by a woman who had been walking along the beach at uh, Magnetic Island in northern Queensland, Australia. Unlucky day. Uh, it appeared to have been detached from an animal with its fleshy inside seen at the top. Wow. Confused as to what the mysterious object may be, she decided to share the video on TikTok and hope someone could identify it. She said, what the F is that? It's massive. It's the size of my leg. It's a whale dog. A few a fellow TikTokers speculated it was a whale's penis, noting humpback whales are currently breeding in the area. Wow. Uh, the video even caught the attention of wildlife researcher Dr. Vanessa Pirata, who said scientists would be unable to confirm exactly what the object is without seeing it for themselves. However, Dr. Uh, Pirata uh, did shut down theories the possible penis was bitten off. She said, if this is a male humpback whale penis... No it's very unlikely that it was bitten <laughs> off by another humpback whale. Uh, she said those whales don't have any teeth. Rather, they have long hair-like strands known as baleen. Uh, and to bite another male's penis off is something that I've never heard of. She did pose the theory of maybe a killer whale had attacked the other marine animal, uh, but noted there wasn't any markings on the object left behind. So we're looking at it. I mean, not just the, the enormity of it, but the, yeah, the, the business end looks kind of... Cut fairly clean. You mean, uh, yeah, the I mean the, 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 the base of it, right? Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, by the way, did you guys see the video? I don't have the full story here, but uh, it was off the Jersey Shore. But a father and son were out fishing, and a humpback whale breached right, right. by and hit their boat. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. You've heard of this? Sometimes they'll take out a boat, yes, or kayakers. But he had a video. He he, he was rolling when it yeah. happened, and they were fishing, and it's pretty wild to see that huge thing. First of all, you see this uh, school of small, like, bait yeah. fish come flying up out of the water, mm-hmm. and then it comes, and then, boom, it's yeah. pretty intense. If you get a chance, do a quick search on that and check that out. Uh, there is significant radioactive contamination in an elementary school in suburban St. Louis where nuclear weapons were produced during World War II. Oh, man. According to a new report by environmental investigation consultants. I actually saw a documentary on this a few years ago. On this ago. school? Uh, not on this school, but in this area where they used to make nuclear weapons. Uh, and I was curious. I was curious about it because, you know, I, yeah, I grew up there. Sure. Uh, but the report by Boston Chemical Data Corp uh, confirmed fears about contamination. Oh, feels like I go to the nurse. <laughs> contamination at Jenna. I don't feel so good. I don't feel But I really don't feel well. I told before. Is this a student and the teacher, teacher. talking? <laughs> no, they, it's happened so gradually they don't realize. I don't want to hear it. She's had enough. Um, that is horrible. Take your suction cups and go, go back, back to your desk. Uh, yes, this is terrible. So, um... <laughs> Uh, the report by Boston Chemical Data Corporation confirmed fears about contamination at Jana Elementary School raised by previous Army Corps of Engineers study. The new report is based on samples taken in August from the school. The school sits in the floodplain of Coldwater Creek, which was contaminated by nuclear waste from weapons produced during World War II. 
Uh, the waste was dumped at sites near the uh, Lambert International Airport next to the creek that flows into the Missouri River. Uh, the Corps has been cleaning up the creek for more than 20 years. They reportedly also found contamination in the area, but at much lower levels, and it didn't take any samples within 300 feet of the school. The most recent report included samples taken from Jana's library, kitchen, classrooms, fields, wow. and playgrounds. Levels of the radio uh, radioactive isotope lead 210 uh, polonium, radium, and other toxins were far in excess of what Boston Chemical had expected. Oh, Pop Chris. <laughs> oh, no. I'm in the study. Dust <laughs> samples taken inside the school were found to be contaminated. Yeah, there was a documentary I saw on Pripyat. The uh, the city right next to Chernobyl. Yeah, and um, then they also they went out. They kept going out from uh, using Chernobyl as the center mm-hmm. of this uh, uh, journey that they were on. And as they went out further and further, obviously you're still in that that irradiated zone. Yeah. But as you started to get out where there were like an occasional tourist site or whatever, it, even they have to be aware sure. of the radiation and radiation badges and all that stuff. That scares the hell out of me. They said in the study, inhaling or ingesting these radioactive materials can cause significant injury. Mm. So it's pretty wild. Um, all right. There was a, the story was uh, preceded by a description of something called the Streisand effect. You ever heard of the Streisand yes. effect? You belt out into show too. No. It's where you... Uh, you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> it's where you try to uh, cut off a story oh, yeah. uh, from being publicized. Yes. And the, and your attempt at cutting it off Make, makes it worse, exactly makes it more publicized. And it does pertain, in fact, to a Barbara Streisand suppression, right? Yeah, there there were some pictures that were taken of her property that weren't intended to show her property. It was intended to show the erosion on the beach right, nearby. Right. And she sued to get those pictures stopped, and nobody had seen them. Right. And once the lawsuit came forward, Everyone everybody saw, saw the them. pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, uh, they use this story as an example. Judge Jamie Jameson of the 42nd Judicial Court in Kentucky. Uh, He is currently suspended from his duties over a series of misconduct allegations, uh, which has been covered dutifully by WKMS Radio. Uh, Jameson allegedly had what some might call a very loose loose relationship with ethics of the law, and he is accused of trying to pressure WKMS not to run a story about how he sometimes fails to wear pants around the courthouse. That's not good. So, are we pantsless under his robes? I don't know. A WKMS reporter had filed a records request for video footage he believed would show Jameson roaming the Marshall County Judicial Building partially dressed. When Jameson learned of the records request, he called Chad Lampy, who was the station manager at the time, and according to the uh, commission's charging documents, Jameson pressured Lampy not to pursue the story, saying that he had contacted higher-ups at Murray State University, which holds the license for WKMS. So he had kind of threatened, uh, if you run this story, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come down on yeah. you. Uh, this would be uh, wildly unethical on its face. Obviously, here's where things get really stupid. The records request had already been denied by the administrative office. Lampy had already decided not to appeal that decision and decided not to run the story by the time Jameson had phoned him up to play strongman. So by doing this, he, he reactivated everything. He was pressuring a news organization over something that was already not going to happen anyway with the news organization determining that this was something not newsworthy, unlike, say, a judge pressuring a news organization to bury a story, which is newsworthy. Uh. 
And now the Judicial Conduct Commission caught wind of it, and there are more allegations against Jameson. So it's all over the news. And uh, Just now, leave it alone. The story about Jameson strolling around the courthouse sans pants is getting broad coverage. Previous to the attempt to bury the story, the whole thing looks like it was going to never see the light of day. I find my decisions are a lot more fair when my nutsack isn't pasted to my thigh. <laughs> there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, it is 10 02. Listen up. Here's your keyword. All right, the word is sound. Oh. All right, that's what you need to enter. Sound. S-O-U-N-D. We'll give you until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. There are three ways to do that. You can text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or you can enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. And one random entry wins $1,000 in this company-wide contest. Each winner gets a call from Beasley, so make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com, and it is sponsored by Horizon Services. So once again, the word is sound, S-O-U-N-D. Your next chance coming up at noon, so take advantage of this right now. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a second. We'll get the trash lesson question, music news, that stuff is coming up next. Oh, and an announcement about an event that's coming to Philadelphia. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, On on the web, PrestonandSteve.com. Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you. From pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites. Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes, on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com slash fall. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. You do have a little bit of time left. I want to get to this first for you, Hulu. We've got about um, three minutes left or so uh, for you to enter the word sound, S-O-U-N-D. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to do that. So sound, S-O-U-N-D. That is our word for you, Hulu. So come and get it. It's brought to you by Horizon Services. Uh, we have something else to give away, though. The cash coming up in a little bit. Right now, we're going to give away tickets for the Philly Burger Brawl at Xfinity Live. Uh, the date has been postponed because the Phillies playoff game <laughs> scheduled for this Sunday. Yeah. Date to be determined is not being announced as of yet. They're kicking around a couple of dates, and we'll get the official information for you soon. But that that word came down yesterday. Yeah, they had no option. I feel bad for them. I know. I I talked to Rob, who runs the whole thing. He's like, can you believe it? So much goes into it. A lot of people, a lot of moving parts, but they'll get it together. All right, so we'll give away tickets for that. The question I have for you this morning is, uh, Steve no longer produces semen, but he does produce what? (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. See if you were listening. We shared a lot today. A little bit before 9 o'clock. We did, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, Steve no longer produces semen, but he does produce what? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, brought to you this morning by Jersey Mike's. Planning your game day football feast. Well, Jersey Mike's has got you covered. 
With everything you need for a great party or tailgate, order ahead on the Jersey Mike's app and skip the line. Jersey Mike's a sub above. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, during a Today Show interview, Victoria Beckham explained why David Beckham stood in line for 14 hours to pay respects to the late Queen Elizabeth. Victoria explained that while her husband deeply respected the Queen, he actually thought he was in line for the new iPhone. Oh, hey! Pics of Chris Evans going viral after he was spotted doing his own stunt on the set of the new movie Red One, filming in Georgia. In Red One, Evans reportedly plays a veterinarian who treats chronically aroused dogs. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. And finally, Lisa Rinna reacting to getting booed during the Real Housewives panel at BravoCon 2020 in New York City. The 59-year-old Renna says it doesn't affect her at all because she's always able to quickly duck behind her lips. <laughs> That's a Hollywood trick. Why did they boo her? She's, she, uh, she's also had some applause, mostly boos, though, because she's sort of a a bad character. Oh, I love oh on uh, Real Housewives, they all play. They yeah. all play characters. Whether they say reality show, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. All right, we're going to look see if we can get an answer. This Steve no longer produces semen, but he does produce what? And I am going to go to Kevin to see if he knows. Hey, Kevin, good morning. Hey, good morning. All right, so Steve no longer produces semen, but he does produce what? Musicals. Musicals. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> on Broadway. Hang on, Kevin. Take us to the Burger Brawl, Philly Burger Brawl uh, at Xfinity Live now. Uh, the event has been postponed. It was going to be this weekend, but there's a playoff game scheduled, and it's going to be a little crazy at the sports complex. Uh, we're going to announce a new date soon, and you'll enjoy limited samples of burgers from over 60 of the area's leading restaurants, chefs, plus live music and activities all day. Uh, tickets are on sale now. Uh, proceeds benefit both the Philly Parks and Rec at-risk teen initiative and the school district of Philadelphia's after-school programming, WMMR.com, for more info. I have decided yeah. that I'm going to do our announcement right now before, oh, we, get, right. before we get to music news. So, great news. Uh, this show will be coming uh, to Freedom Mortgage Pavilion uh, indoors. Wow. Okay, so they, they can do indoors. this indoors at yep. Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. And the reason they're doing it indoors is because it's going to be in a cold time of the year, Friday, February 3rd. But the Preston and Steve show is happy to present the Impractical Joker. Yeah! Oh, that's awesome. It is called their Drive, 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 Drive Tour. (laughs) That's the name of it. All right, and it'll be Friday, February 3rd at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Uh, Tickets are going to go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. You can go to WMMR.com for a chance to win your tickets uh, for VIPs or complete details. And we can give away some passes right now. I have a pair of passes for you to go. Uh, We'll take call number 18 at 215-263-WMMR, and you will be qualified for the grand prize, a pair of meet-and-greet passes, and the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to introduce Q, Murr, and Sal to the crowd uh-huh. at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Oh That's God. excellent. You would get to do that if you win the grand prize. All right, so uh, call number 18. We will give you those tickets right now, 215-263-WMMR. And we will have Q on the show tomorrow. Awesome. Yeah. We'll talk to him about that. Super nice guys and very fun shows. I've been to several of them. All right, it is now time for Music News. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! 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 Oh, shut up, woman. <laughs> <laughs> right, it is brought to you this morning by SEPTA. Day or night, SEPTA is the Philly way to go in and out of and all around the city. 
Plan your trip at iSeptaPhilly.com. Uh, Incubus have sold the rights to their publishing catalog to Harbor View Equity Partners. It's kind of, you know, I didn't expect them. Normally, it's a little bit later in the career. Yeah, they're still putting out viable stuff. Uh, the group's 100-song-plus category has generated 12.4 million album consumption units in the U.S. since the formation uh, and over 23 million records sold worldwide. In addition to the band's catalog, guitarist Mike Einzinger also sold his rights to his solo works and contributions. When you're a young kid and you got your g- garage band going, you're probably thinking, man, how many marketable units can I generate? Uh, uh, exact terms for the deal were not disclosed. Uh, Greta Van Fleet's John Akiska has revealed that he has ruptured his eardrum. Oh, man. Yep, and as a result, the band has postponed three upcoming concerts this week. Yesterday, Josh released a statement saying to our fans in Raleigh, Greenville, and Jacksonville, it's with a heavy heart that we must reschedule our shows this upcoming week. He said during our last show in Bangor, uh, I uh, ruptured an eardrum. What? What? And upon further evaluation, I've just been advised that it needs more time to fully heal than initially anticipated. Uh, I'm working closely with my team to ensure they get proper rest in order to finish out the year strong. He said, I'm gutted uh, that uh, we have to do this. I can't begin to express how much I appreciate the love and support that you give us every night. It's devastating for me to make this announcement, but know it's imperative in order to keep performing. What? What? Uh, Let's see. Oh, here, I had mentioned this earlier. Four months ago, uh, Utah, uh, a man from Utah named Corey Wynn took out a billboard that just says Weezer, right? It's on a white billboard with black lettering, and it just says huge across the billboard, just says Weezer. Okay. Um, The stunt went viral on TikTok. The billboard, uh, a mile up the road, has now been purchased by the band itself, and Weezer's billboard reads, thanks to whoever bought the billboard down the road. Weezer. That's great. That's really funny. Isn't that great? Yeah. Uh, He said, uh, apparently Wynn said, never in my wildest dreams did I think that just putting Weezer on a billboard would warrant a response from the band themselves. I I would assume it's fairly cheap, especially out there, right? I don't know. I have no idea how much that would cost, but... We responded, and, uh, yeah, he's pretty happy about it. There's a video of him dancing in front of the, the Weezer billboard. How much does a billboard cost? Uh, so I assume it, it, it depends on location. On location, right. right? So, um, and there's a difference between the electronic billboards and the right. ones that are actually plastered up there. I don't know. You're looking for, like, a ballpark number? I yeah. have no idea. Chuck could probably tell you. I, you know, listen, have you ever seen those billboards that says, if you're reading this, you know that it works or whatever? Right, right, like, right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, true. Yep. All right, and then finally, uh, Journey and Toto are taking the show out on the road once again and have rolled out their 38-city 2023 North American tour dates, and they'll be coming to our general area. The tour is named after Journey's latest album, Freedom, which was released last July. Who's still in Toto at this point? Uh, Neil Sean and Jonathan Kane. All right. Uh, They're the two. So the Bacaros are... Well, are you talking about Toto? Toto. Oh, uh, who's in Toto? Um, Definitely Steve Lukather. Um... One of the Percaros, and I'm not sure who okay. else, Steve. Uh, the, the lead singer of the band, I think, is still okay. Him, and I've always, right. I've forgotten his name. I never remember his name. Hey, Journey you, is just Neil Shonen and uh, Jonathan Kane. All right. If yeah. you combine the names, would you go Jerto or would you go Turney? Uh, Turney, or would you go Turney? Turney's too much like a you know a short for tournament. Turney. Yeah. So I'd probably Joto. go Joto. Joto's good. Joto, yeah. Joto is good. Yeah. Did you say Jerto? I said Jerto. <laughs> Joto. What the hell was I thinking? Come on, man. 
get serious. You could do Tony. No, yeah. it's too much like Tony, Tony, Tony. What about JoJo? Or Jota? Mm. Tojo. Tojo. Tojo is, is a, uh, was a derogative Tojo. Japanese. Jota. They would call to- the Japanese, I believe, in World War II referred to oh, as Tojo. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Wait, okay. Tojern? Tojerni. What are we doing here? I don't know. I'm going on. Come on, Kath. So the dates. Not where there's still washer-dryer combos yeah. out there. They're no, ex- everyone is sending me pictures of them eating banana, peanut butter, and whipped cream. Oh, I've, really? I have gotten a dozen so far. Menzie right. treats. So apparently I'm not the only one. Okay. Menzie treats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so by the way, this uh, Journey and Toto Tour is kicking off in Allentown. They're doing their very first show there. It'll be February 4th at the PPL Center, and they're also going to be in Atlantic City at the Boardwalk Hall March 17th. Uh, Neil Sean said, we're thankful and overwhelmed by the success of our Journey Freedom Tour 2022 this year. I've added new uh, run of dates in 2023. I'm looking forward to hitting the road again with our very good friends, Toto. Come and join us for a special evening of fun, rocking good memories. See you soon. And yeah, that's yeah, it. That's, that's it. That's it. Wow. And music news for you this morning. Uh, Marissa wanted me to point out a couple of things that we have on uh, PrestonandSteve.com. Uh, we have information about the uh, Avogadon event. Yes. Where they're handing out millions of free avocados tomorrow in FDR Park. That's legit. It's through sharing excess. There was this overload of avocados, and they're going to go to waste, and they're just giving them away. And you and, know how pricey they are. Yes, and you go to FDR Park tomorrow, Thursday and Friday. That's how many avocados they have, and they'll just give them to you. Yeah. So go get your free avocados. Uh, uh, from what, uh, was it Eric that we were talking to? Was that his name? He, uh, yes. Yeah, yes. Evan. Evan. So e- Evan said that they're going to kind of try to have a um, a drive-through sort of system set up so you yes. can pick it up easy. And they they are looking for volunteers as well. Yep. And also we have the announcement of uh, Preston's Picks, my uh, collab with uh, Fishdown uh, Pickle Project, Fishdown Pickles. <laughs> and you can see the photos of me labeling the jars. Yes. And and making the me. pickles. So that's all there at PrestonandSteve.com. Video is coming soon. Marissa put this together. It's a really cool video, and I'm going to put it on my, my social media account. So um, on my Instagram account. Yeah. Um, on the gram. Yeah. If you will. On, on my MySpace. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and we're going to wrap up the program. Letter of the day for the word of a week. When we apprise. Stay with us. When we apprise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't even know what. Wait. I don't even know what word that Hang was on. supposed to be. <laughs> return? When we, when we return? When we, when we get back. Yeah. Apprise! Surprise! <laughs> it's your Earth Day, and I brought you a resin. When we I didn't even know what I was trying to say. I think you were trying to say we have a prize to give away, and no. then we're, all, we're coming know. back. Well, thank you for that. I don't I'm think that's it. I know. I appreciate that. <laughs> we'll be back in a minute. Stay with us. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. The Preston and Steve Show coming to the end of our broadcast today. And uh, 
What a day it is. What a day. Man, we talked about a lot. We talked about avocados and pickles and washers and dryers. Oh, and by the way, avocados and pickles in the same break. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And uh, menstrual cycles and uh, more cycles. All that stuff. Yeah. I'm sure I'm missing something. What's Shooting that? blanks. Shooting blanks. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of lawnmowers happened today. Yeah. Snowblowers. Snowblowers, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I was thinking if you do need a snowblower, though, there's a guy who knows a lot about them. Yep, oh, there, yeah. is. Yep. there is. There is our official consultant for the President Steve Show. By the way, we had a, a couple of uh, quick guests on this morning, and one uh, who I thought was going to be a joke, it turned out to be legit. His name is uh, Evan Ellers, and he is with uh, a group called Sharing Excess, and their whole mission is to make sure that food doesn't go to waste. It's so a great they, mission. Yep, so they get a hold of, uh, of uh, people in the world of produce. Uh, and they get this food out before it has to be thrown out and get it to people who can use it and eat it, and it's great. And tomorrow and Thursday and Friday, uh, they're giving away, like, millions of avocados. Yes. Because they're going to go bad, and they're handing them out, and they're doing it at, at FDR Park. And he does stuff like this all the time with his group. Yep. So we thought that was really cool. So if you're an avocado lover, and I love avocados... Uh, you can stop by FDR Park and get all the free avocados you can handle. It's amazing. What, yeah. What time does this happen? Uh, he said it'll probably they're going to get there early, but it'll probably get started around noon, didn't he yes. say? Yes. Yeah. Noon to six. They're going to try uh, kind of a drive-through thing cool. so you can come and pick it. So if you, and especially if you work at a restaurant or in the services industry somehow or another and you need, you know, a fair amount of it, uh, they'll partner with you and they'll give you a whole lot of it. But if you're just a family who's, you know, going to make some guacamole a couple times this week and come by and get some of that too. Isn't that awesome? Who knew there was an avocado abundance? Well, yep. the, the last word we had was that there was a shortage. Right. And yep. uh, now here we are. Yep. So I thought that was pretty cool. So we spoke to uh, Stephen. If you want to volunteer, you can go to sharingexcess.com and uh, volunteer services. And thank you to uh, Nikki from the Fish Town Pickle Project. Brought in the world's greatest pickles, mm-hmm. Preston's Pick. I don't know. I can't. I'm not sure I can argue that. Telling you, damn good pickles. Do you like pickles, Pierre? Yes, I do. Oh my God, you got to try <laughs> my pickles. I would like. They're phenomenal. You've never been that personal. With I me know. Before. I just, listen. We've worked together for a long time <laughs> yeah, now. All right, let's time take to share pickles. <laughs> uh, so there, the proceeds are going Ooh. to a portion of the proceeds are going to the uh, Camp Out for Hunger, and uh, yeah, this is my. I, I collaborated with them on this. I, I wanted to include peppers in there, so it's got a little bit of spice to it. Okay. And uh, they're really, really yummy. I think you'll like it. Absolutely. Yep. Mm. So, Fishtown Pickle Project. Thank you, guys. And apparently, they're sold out. <laughs> uh, but they're going to make more. And and, and uh, they'll keep making them until camp out. And, and benefits camp out. Yep, exactly. All right. Uh, we need to do the letter of the day. You ready for that, Matt? Yes. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. E as in electric. All right, and we are going to give away on Friday a Pizik round barbecue and fire pit kit from Landis Block. Uh, at Landis Block, you can start imagining your own backyard paradise by looking at the photo gallery online at landisbc.com. Uh, and before we find out what you've got going on, uh, today is Tuesday, so I want to give this away, Case. Yes, you ready? Uh, we have a Tad Tuesday prize, and we would like to congratulate <laughs> Mr. John Painter Yay! from Philadelphia. <laughs> Uh, John was our randomly chosen texter, and he's going to get a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. 
And it's brought to you, obviously, uh, Tattoos Day is by Floating Royal Tattoo and Piercing. You can find them at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. For artwork samples, visit floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. They do great work. Uh, what's happening on the program? Uh, you who loot opportunities coming at twelve noon and again at three o'clock this afternoon, uh, and uh, double shot Tuesday throughout the day, and also uh, the music in workforce blocks of Queen, Dave Matthews Band, and Iron Maiden. Iron, Iron Maiden, yes, love it. Someone we know says <laughs> I R O N entirely incorrectly, murdering the king, the queens, and the kings English. But uh, God bless him. We I love him. saw Jackie this morning. It's crazy Wait, to see him. Why yeah, would we, you see Kathy? Him? It's routine. He stays here. Yes, he does. He stays here until you know. I get here at um, four forty a.m. and he is still here, hanging out, doing his show prep and everything. So I saw him, and he told me to have a great day. He. Um, <laughs> He, I need to give him a shot. <laughs> well, he's still on that schedule. Like, he stayed up right. overnight for so long that mm-hmm. he still lives that schedule. But, so, for him to do his work at that hour and then, I guess, go home and go to sleep. He produced, and also, a lot of times, he's working on producing, pre-producing his Friday show. Mm-hmm. Someday, I'm going to have a long talk with that <laughs> yeah, That's right. That's right. <laughs> I don't want to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. The President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Acme uh, Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors. And by Primo Hoagies. Wherever you're watching the game, score big and serve in style with Primo Hoagies. It's not just a hoagie, it's a Primo. Uh, listen to tomorrow's lineup. Okay, so we're going live on Fox Good Day. We will have a Q from Impractical Jokers on. Nice. We will have... Draco Malfoy himself, Tom Felton, on wow, the show tomorrow. Nice. <gasps> yep. And we're also going to have uh, Phil Rosenthal from uh, the show Feed Phil. Excellent. Uh, so we got a lot going on. We went from menstrual cups and... Well, they all these guests heard that segment yes. and said, I've got to get on that show. And they're on tomorrow. So <laughs> yeah. That'll be tomorrow. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Go f*** yourself, San Diego. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Grab the perfect get-up-and-go breakfast for you and your crew. Right now, two soft and fluffy, fully loaded sausage burritos are just 3 bucks on the one 2 3 menu. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.